All right. And then we'll do a clap sync in three, two, one. All right. That sound wave is really not big on my end. That was a okay. really bad click on my end. I'll figure it out, bro. I'll it's all it good. It's yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah. I'm resourceful. Okay. Don't worry about it, bro. Don't worry. All you should right, freak out about sweet. it, actually. Hold on. Wait, no. I'm panicking. I'm panicking. <laughs> Everybody panicking. Yeah. I'm throwing. Yeah. Uh, all right. I so now that. all the discussion of masturbation is out of the way. We can start the Yeah, episode. we can start the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No Damn, one wants to dude. hear about that. You know, that's yeah. not what our audience is here for. It's not it's what our audience straight is fire for. out of the gate, for sure. <laughs> it's awkward, though, because it's like, I feel like people who come in for the game first are like, stray. Interesting. Like, it's even you know child friendly and like all these other things and then it's like us and it's like oh sorry we have our own personality we like to bring which is like talking about like if you're one handing a microphone and you have to like fucking type with the other hand is that what it's like is that what it's like and the answer resoundingly from the males in the audience was yes that is because that was the only funny answer that's the only real answer bro like come on but james has fucking figured out a different technique he's i don't know (laughs) <laughs> some next level shit yeah james is like i figured out how to type with my toes <laughs> like, oh my god <laughs> yeah <dude. laughs> no he just checks himself off with his feet bro yeah i have wow. three i have i have three uh three uh monitors two keyboards one's at my toes Hell yeah. you gotta have the foot keyboard that just yeah. makes oh, sense god yeah. It's just like a DDR fucking mat. I was gonna That's say right. it's like the dance pad that Yo. like you, you've seen That's all those right. people That's like right. Elden That's Ring right. runs where they're like, I beat Millennia on a dance pad, and you're like, dude, that's sick, but also why? Yeah, but also why? <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like, because you'll watch it. I thought oh. that'd be a great get workout. A good workout. I was gonna say it it looked like a really good workout, like from when I was like watching like the winning millennia run on a dance pad. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. that girl probably has some like really great thighs it was a girl ddr yeah it was it was a girl that did it (laughs) that's how you is a good workout yeah it It was the only game i played uh for the whole summer before eighth grade and uh did i get ripped no Did I sweat a lot? Yes. DDR is low-key fun. I always wanted to go to like one of those like, because I always had the home version with like the, you know, the the thin pad, whatever, like the sort of mm. soft pad. That's or whatever. like totally under the slidey pad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 The slidey pads like, fucking suck, dude. And you're like trying not to die, bro. Like straight up using it like the <laughs> so whole just time. super slippery. Is that the premise yeah. here? Uh, we had yeah. the pads with the, uh, the like inch of foam in them. Mm. Oh, much better. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to like go to the Mecca and go to like an arcade though that has like the physical version. I'm not sure if I'd like it as much because it'd be like harder and maybe it would suck. But yeah, like, you have to like stop. I wanted it's, to try. It's really different. And you, you have the, the bars. Little, like, do it yeah, I was gonna say people. you get the bar behind you. You get the bar, yeah. dude. And the bar is sick, nasty. Is the bar helpful? I've you never can you DDR. can lift yourself up and like balance on it for a second, so your feet can go totally like independent of each other as opposed to like just jumps. Oh, it's fucking yeah. diff, bro. If you watch the pros, bro. okay. Watch I'm gonna have pros. to Google. You should also DDR. watch some freestyle DDR. That shit's insane. Freestyle? That's just Isn't yeah. That that's just dancing. Just, that's just dancing, except you can't fail the song. So Whoa. it's it's just dancing then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of no, sick though. I mean, it's like choreographed. Do, do they do like moves and shit? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Damn, that's sick. I'm so confused how it's different from just dancing. You know what? All these people are. Everyone. <laughs> it's just literally- dancing. No, 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 because you have to hit some notes. But you have no, to hit notes. No, because it's freestyle. 
Yeah. Elena. McCoy, I mean, you have to sorry. hit notes in normal dancing, too. Elena, 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 freestyle is a term in every sport, roughly. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, you're arguing with us about something that you are I'm wrong not, about. I'm not. I'm just... Gen- look, normally, I, but I'm, like, genuinely mystified by the idea of freestyle DDR being anything yeah. other than just people dancing. <laughs> like, specifically I don't... Four un- steps I do not understand. Up, down, left, right sort of shit. It's, no, it's... It's DDR dancing plus choreographed full body movement. I guess that makes sense. Do they do like break dancing too? So like at one point they hit an arrow with their hand. All right. So I watched this YouTube video like 10 years ago. Okay. But you're the expert now, James. So tell us everything. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Unmistakably, yes. If If I recall correctly, um... There was like break dancing and like handstands and shit. I think, you know. I think so. Yeah. Damn. Which is dude, awesome. you know who all these these DDR players are? One hundred percent of them. I should be more kind, like kind. Probably ninety percent of them are just wannabe gamers. That's parents told them that they couldn't play anything except for that because they convinced them that that was healthy. I was gonna say that was me growing up. That was me growing up. That's <laughs> why it was the only game like DDR I played. and like Wii tennis or something. Yeah, like it's all Wii sports yeah, DDR dude. and then like. Our one copy of Mirror's Edge that Claire and I played to death. <laughs> I mean, we, we had a little bit more games than that. We had Tony Hawk Pro Skater for a while there. That's a fun one. And that one. was great. Yeah. Except, um, you know, there there is uh, lots of profanity when they, like, wipe out and they go, like, oh, shit. And my mom's like, Zoe, Claire, you will not repeat those words. <laughs> and you're like, joke's on you, bro. I have hundreds of hours of me now recorded saying that shit. So deal with that, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, bro. But yeah, we we had like the DDR pads. And then because when we would jump in our living room, it would like shake our like china cabinets and like like rattle the glasses. Like my mom like built a like a plywood surface for us to put the pad on to like kind of like help absorb the shock of our jumping. That's sick. That's, that's like so professional yeah like you know, that. in a way awesome. she was a supportive gaming mom mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah in a way she still is ones, a supportive though. gaming mom <laughs> yeah. yeah true true very true oh, i don't know it's just funny because like i would like go over to people's houses during that era of like when all the parents just i don't know they read one fucking article and then they just or it just spoke to their soul and they took all the video games away mm-hmm. and i'd go over to friends houses and they'd be like yo you want to play ddr i'm like bro that's what i play at my house when i can't do anything <laughs> at your house i want to play everything else where's your mortal Kombat? <laughs> yeah where's your guitar hero <laughs> that's what i really want to play or rock oh, band talk about a summer Oof. yep rock band yep. and guitar hero for sure got the drum set mm. yep. oh dude i played rock band for like a year and a half in high school i got good at that shit rock band's really good it's really yeah. fun i would play rock, rock band, band right now like oh, honestly yeah. that could be a wild card pick for someone bro like Put i wonder how wheel. hard it is to like actually get a functioning rock band set it these days they don't still make it i bet no. they do no mm. i think it's well i think that it they it kind of is like the same song and dance as like everything else that has used like le- legit music i think they had licensing issues after oh. a bit right has guitar mm. hero gone the same way okay Probably. i bet i know yeah. i bet i know what you can do i bet well i mean for drums you just buy midi drums and it only costs like a thousand dollars to get a full thousand. drum set. <laughs> okay, um, you can buy mini drums for cheaper than that, but all right. Oh, certainly, certainly, certainly. Um, and then for guitar, uh, 
I don't know. You can probably get one of those real cheap. No, you you do what all the fucking all the like little brothers do, which is you just you just pretend, bro, that you're playing. You, <laughs> like, you, you know what I mean? You're, you're looking and you just sort of hit around the notes and you just go nice. And you just put oh, on but, a YouTube video of someone killing a song. Yeah, no, no, no. But like all of those, all of those games have like, have like bootleg versions for the PC now, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with all the songs, like not just the songs from Guitar Hero, but like every song um, with yeah. fan maps. So, Yeah. I mean, you can play it, but... Dude, you know what people always tell me? They're like, just learn the instrument, bro. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's <laughs> like, okay, listen, that's all well and good, but it's a totally different thing. I want rock band. Do you understand? <laughs> and I'm not going to give up for your fucking bullshit, half-ass, fake rock band that's called the guitar. That's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? A friend <laughs> of mine did on. start playing drums because of rock band, though. Which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he drums was good enough. Yeah, he was like a beta tester for rock band songs, though. I so. thought you were just going to end at beta. Like, <laughs> he's yeah, a beta. beta. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he was a drummer. Yeah. yeah. And that's why he played rock Yeah, that's band. what everybody says about drummers is that they're pretty beta. Yep. <laughs> but they're beta? That's what I've heard. Drummers no. right in. Are okay. you that, like, no, yeah, not serious about drummers. I was like, it's interesting. Like, drummers are always like the hardest partiers from what I recall. Yeah, like something. they can't hear anything because they, yeah. they've partied too hard. Yeah, well, that's not just because they party too hard. And from the drumming. It's probably from the drumming. Yeah, that makes. I mean, that's what I meant. But then I said partying, and I decided I was hoping to just move past it. I don't. I don't even feel like you move past it. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. Rock band was fucking fun as fuck, dude. We we had yeah, this dude. friend, um, named Eric, and I would like totally dox him on accident, but I thought about it, and nice. um, yeah, good for me. Um, <laughs> but anyways, his dad would live out in the fucking countryside. Which is kind of what we, sort of what we drove through, actually, um, when we were in California. But anyways, he'd live out there, and he had this, like, abandoned barn on the property. Mm-hmm. And so we would, like, airsoft during the day, and then at night we would just play rock band. And he had, his dad had a giant TV, dude. So unreasonably big. Because his dad was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm a single dad out here in the middle of the countryside. I'm going to have a giant fucking TV. And you know what? I loved that for him and for me mm-hmm. when I was over there. That's so sick. it was fucking sick, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it was That's sick. That's awesome. Yeah, it was sick. Shout out to Eric. Yeah. What's Hell yeah. Eric, uh, notably really funny because his younger brother got... <sighs> what happened exactly? It's like he like typed in like porn or something. He was young. And he, mm-hmm. onto, the, onto the internet and then saw something horrifying and ran to his mom and told her. Mm-hmm. And then she took away <laughs> all his shit for like three months. <laughs> So he tattled on himself, and then he had to walk around with the shame of, like, I tattled on myself. <laughs> we're lame as fuck, dude. Just, like, rule one, shut the fuck up. Okay, that's rule one. Shut the fuck up. And it was just like, he was just like, oh, it was, just, it was so crazy. Like, we all know, bro. We all know. You're gonna fucking blow our cover, dude. Chill. <laughs> um, yeah, so shout out to Eric's brother for that. I just, I just like, could not get over how stupid that was. And I could also, I, I talked to his mom about it, and she was like, no, like, he shouldn't have done that, and that was wrong. I'm like, dude, he literally told you. He he is more honest than all of us. You should reward that. And she was yeah, like, no. That's, that's, that's like astonishingly, I don't know, in my opinion, bad parenting. Like, that kid is never going to tell you anything Yep. for the yeah. rest of his life, you know? Yeah. No, and I, I literally said that to him and to her, and I was like, hi, I am going to go and try to make a play for both of us here. 
It's not really for Hello, me. Oh, it is twelve-year-old McCoy. Let me tell you how to parent better. <laughs> yeah, well, I was just like fucking this up. Well, but but listen. Look, Jenny, your kid's <laughs> not gonna talk to you anymore. <laughs> and and he was such a mama's boy too. I'm like, bro, like you want this guy on your side, bro. He's gonna tell you everything. So listen, she didn't listen to me, and um, I don't know, but all I can say is that like I hope she still thinks about that conversation to this day because I'm still right. <laughs> I know I'm right. Yeah. And modern parenting well, tactics it, have it absolutely haunts, gone to it that. Her. I hope it fucking haunts her because when you are intellectually battling with a 12 year old, it's a hilarious thing to watch an adult do when the 12 year old's fucking right. Like when the 12 year old's wrong, it's like normal <laughs> and you would expect it. But when I'm sitting there going, like, listen, I have soaked up enough information from adults around me that this is the right way we're supposed to go with this. I'm going to go see if I can get you out of this three months where you lost your computer because I'd like to go online right now and I fucking can't because <laughs> your computer is away. So, you know. And listen. my mom won't let me. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly, dude. Um, so, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Nice. Hey, McCoy. Yo. What podcast is this? <laughs> Ask nicer. I liked it. I liked it. It's improvement. That's what we work on a lot is just improvement. It's incremental improvement. It's not not yelling at me the first time. It's just improvement the second time. Yeah. Hmm? Exactly. It's nice. It's the Tyranny of Thumbs Gaming podcast Fuck yeah. where we play a game each week approximately when we feel like it. And then we talk about it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's it's fun part. I'm your host, McCoy. I'm not actually technically really officially the host. And in fact, there was some epic hosting that we sort of traded off with last week or some other week before that that was really awesome. But kind of like de facto, at least in the moment. Okay. So that's me, McCoy. That's the voice you're hearing right here. Across from me in physical space is Elena. Hello. I didn't know we were doing introductions. I didn't mean for it to go this far. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> There's like a, you want one step more professionalism, but you don't want two? No, I don't want two. It seems weird. Well, we have to introduce the rest of the people. Yeah, no, it's rude. Wrong, it's rude if we don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, just, we'll shop this later. We'll shop this later. Um, I'm just imagining editing this all out and just like laughing or like just <laughs> editing just like, I don't know. Um, so we also got James. Hi. A mainstay. Hilarious. Thank you. Um, deep voice. Hard to edit. Yeah. Blows out microphones <laughs> from his pure <True>. force. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> sounded okay there if you see him in real life you would understand uh a giant mm. among us mm. um and then we've got zoe on a totally different microphone in a totally different place and we yeah, just hope that it up? works out yeah i really I, I really if anything i'm just hoping that my parents internet holds out dude mm -hmm. <laughs> i was thinking about this today i was like i can't wait for my internet to be the one that fails when you're at a totally new place like i just can't <laughs> wait for that so you know yeah it's possible yep yep so this week we actually played a game called Stray, which mm -hmm. I'm going to start with sort of talking about my impressions of it going in because, you know, gamers are gamers and there's a lot of like perspective or like a, a certain perspective, I'd say, like the overall gamer sentiment that goes in, you know, you kind of like can't avoid if you're following the space at all and you see that and you hear that and it either attracts you to something or it puts you off something or, you know, like... And you can think about it like famous examples like Fallout 76, where it's just like it created a fucking reverse magnet effect that everyone was just like shot across the room away from the game. Um, but then with Stray, it was interesting because I felt like almost everyone said it was great, but almost everyone just said this line over and over and over again and variations on this line to the point where I just like 
I tuned out and lost all interest. But they just kept saying, dude, it's cool because you get to play as a cat. Yep. <laughs> and that's all they fucking said. Like, look, you can scratch a couch. I'm like, shit. I don't even want my cat. I don't want cats to scratch couches. Like, that's not. Plus, like, bro, and the list of things as a video game character that I can be through video games, like, bro, cat is not even my top 50. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're like fucking aliens and you're fucking military shooter people or you're fucking astronauts or you're fucking Indiana Jones. It's like cats, bro. So I'm actually just curious to, did you guys also hear this sentiment of just, you're a cat, bro? And because at least to me, that turned me off this game for fucking until now. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to like just put my hand up and just say i'm not a cat person just straight up yeah, <laughs> i'm a dog either. person in fact um i just heard the yeah, dog. yeah dogs are more crazy <laughs> right <laughs> cats and i'm like oh my god fuck those animals but um but yeah so like already like it's it's the fact that it's a cat and i don't know cat culture like while i like can tolerate it like i do feel like when this game came out like my whole twitter feed was just people being like look at this asshole thing i did as a cat Look at this asshole thing I did as a cat. Look, they include this, which is me acting like a cat. And I was yep. like, okay, I mean, that's good for you, I guess. But it's like that that kind of game just like didn't really appeal to me. Like, because I, I kept on hearing like, it's cyberpunk, but you're a cat. And then the gameplay I was watching was just like doing mundane stuff, like knocking things over or like yep. scratching a couch. And so I was like, what what is this game? So it kind of just like, kind of just fizzled out of interest for me in the sense that I was like I don't know I was like okay it looks kind of open world-ish you act like a cat maybe there's like a loose storyline um but I ended up being so much more than that which I'm excited to talk about yeah James you too same yeah. shit or um no I what I did was I ignored gamers because they're wrong um Damn. so I just like so don't <laughs> what's up gamer fans uh, <laughs> we think you're wrong they are bro they're wrong. They're just, I mean, like, almost every hot take, you know, or, like, overwhelming take that I've seen in the gaming space has been, like, wrong. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, but that's true in every group of people. Like, all people are wrong. Um, <laughs> it's just true. Like, you just can't it's deny. Just like, people though. are just wrong. <laughs> Um, people have an amazing capacity to be wrong it's true yeah so i just like don't i don't know i had already unplugged myself i i saw there was a lot of hype about the game um i saw that the game was way shorter than people expected it to be i saw that the game kind of only had one like note and it kind of only ever hit on that note and so some people got bored even before the five hours and yeah. I saw like there's a dedicated meow button, yeah. um, and that it's really pretty and you play as a cat. Like those are all of the things that I knew. Mm -hmm. And I was still kind of down, you know. I kind of wanted to see. I saw that it was really pretty, and I was like, I'm down for that. Yeah. I saw that you play as a cat, and I was like, I'm down for that. I'm a cat person. Um, wow, good for you, James. So brave to say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also like dogs. I'm not not a dog person because I'm a cat person. I'm just hmm. also a cat person. Cool. 
Um, Did you also hear, James, that it was good? I had I heard all of those things that you described and that it was good, and I didn't know how to compute yes. that information because yeah. that didn't sound good to me. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did hear that it was good. And, um, but like some of the people, some, some like true gamers, uh, didn't, weren't into it. Hmm. So there was that as well. Um, this is interesting I don't know. math because the true gamers are wrong. So then, you right. know, it's like, yeah, okay, got it. Exactly. Um, so that, that was kind of where I was at. I was like, I'm, I'm down to play it, you know? I think that it's, it was. Uh, it looked like it was worth um, an worth worth the five or so hours. That's that was my guess for the podcast was mm-hmm. that it was going to be worth the time that we put into it. Yeah, um, and, and I think it was. Yeah, agree, agree. And so this is the by the way, like the behind the scenes, like OP, like host role here because I've asked everybody. We've done a little like circle, right? Except for Elena. Do you want to say something, Elena? <laughs> Before I get to my point here. Fuck you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) No, what? I'm opening the floor to you. I just I just had to transition to the next point first and then back again. Uh Uh-huh. You just remembered I was here. You're like, oh fuck. (laughs) There's don't don't worry. Don't don't worry, Elena. Like if if McCoy was gonna move forward, I was gonna be like, what about you, Elena? Uh (laughs) So just like a really pointed asking. Uh Uh-huh. Um Yeah, no, I mean I'd heard some of the same things. I hadn't really seen that much about it. I hadn't seen like I don't think that any of the footage I had seen showed anything other than just like you were a cat walking around. Like I hadn't seen like yeah. even scratching the couch. I hadn't really seen that much about it, but I had heard it come up in a lot of like game of the year conversations at the right. end of last year. So I was like, dude, I think this thing is like supposed to be really good. Um, but that's all that I knew. Yeah. Plus it's like Annapurna. Yeah, right. Yeah, which like it's that, that is also that I that is also a good like for me it's like an indication of like okay like i do like the the games that annapurna typically publishes so as soon as i saw that annapurna published it, i'm like all right there's got to be something special with this like maybe <laughs> like or maybe they're like hey it's a cool experimental video game where you're just a cat and i'm like cool annapurna sweet yeah <laughs> thanks sweet for that. thanks you have an interesting yeah, hit was, rate to pick this one but like i definitely didn't though like play it you know what i mean like yeah, i same. saw it and i was like oh sure like that seems weird and annapurna is awesome and like apparently it's really good but it wasn't like the kind of game that i like went out and was like i think i need to play this even i never even considered playing it on my own i remember hmm. it's like it had been on our radar for the podcast for a while yeah and i was always like with kind of no steam sure like go for it i mean that seems fine but yeah never really like had no, it wasn't for that invested in playing him. Do you know what the last game that I heard of in a game of the year discussion? Now, this is a little bit different because it was a giant bomb game of the year discussion, but it was okay. with fucking, oh, damn, I'm never going to remember her name anymore. But it was like, oh, it was like the one like really prominent girl that they had on giant bomb for a while. And she was arguing for this one fucking indie game that she had played and no one else had played that she was like, trust me, this deserves top 10 game of the year. Maybe it deserves top one game of the year. And everyone was like, we've never heard of this fucking game. It's stupid as hell. We don't understand what you're talking about. And that was Oprah Din. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember listening to that episode. Mm. Yeah. And so like, fuck, I'm like, and so now <clears throat> I just sit there and anytime anyone, bro. I mean, I think she made a really excellent case for it, truthfully, and it really stuck in my mind. But the thing is like, Abby, that's her name. There we go. Nice. 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 Um, shout out to Abby for being excellent. Um, but yeah, like the thing is, 
fuck like when people make that case for a game that you have you know it doesn't really sit right with you but they make the case for game of the year i just sit there and i i, I give that extra credit extra pause mm-hmm. you know like okay maybe there's something more here um and it, it can't just be like being a cat was game of the year like it just, it just can't fucking yeah that, i think dude. if i had thought about it logically i would have figured out there had to be more than to the game than just being a cat walking around like a pretty landscape sort of situation but i i didn't like this game really took me by surprise i had no idea that that's and i think again like probably just didn't play a lot of attention but like i had no clue that this was what it was gonna be yeah huh it it kind of was exactly what i expected it to be for the most hmm. part which is interesting Wow. James, you just <clears throat> were dialed in on this shit, and I respect that. Like, he listened to the right wavelength somehow, because yeah. I just bounced the fuck off those people. Like, just people being so excited about it, and being, like, so, like, you, because it's, like, it It reminded me of Untitled Goose Game, okay? Do you know what mm. I mean? When people are like, you get to be a goose, and you get to be a jerk, bro. It's so awesome. And I'm like, that might be cool, but I don't know if so awesome is like the thing I would equate with that. Like it's probably a cool game. Everyone says it's a good game. Um, no one mentioned it for game of the year. I'll say that, but like, <clears throat> but you know what I mean? Like they're like, dude, it's so cool. You get to be an asshole duck or whatever the fuck. And it's like a goose. And it's like untitled goose game. It's a duck. It's a duck. <laughs> You're a duck. That's yes. the twist. You're a duck. Twist. Oh, you were God, a duck the whole so time. Funny. Oh, Jura Duck is actually low-key a really hilarious reference from when I'm, like, seven, but no one's going to get that shit, but it is so good. We definitely are not. Um, but, yeah, like, so I guess I just really hate people who communicate like that. Honestly, I don't hate them, but I just, I really bounce off that sentiment of, like, wow, it's so interesting and novel because you get to, like, do this, like, one-note trick thing. Um, and so I was, it was really off the radar for me, even though it looked cool. Like, visually, it looked cool, and it seemed like there was more to the game. I just feel like this is another one of those games that just couldn't sell itself for what it actually was, and then the people who were into it weren't really selling it for what it actually was. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say it's, like, the worst case of this. It's probably, like, one of the way not worst cases of this, but there was definitely that effect going on. And so when I started to play it, I was just like, oh. Like, oh. Like, this was possible in my mind, but I didn't know it was kind of reaching into the dark what it was going to be. And what it ended up being was something way, 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 way better than I, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be. And like, if you're not a cat person, you don't have to scratch shit. You don't have to like do a bunch, like you knock things off occasionally, but it ends up like being a cat is like 10% of this game. It's a really nice 10% and flavor, and it's really actually super tastefully done and super interesting, and it it fits your whole character and, like, your gameplay super well together, but the rest of the game, the atmosphere, the intrigue of the world, like, just exploring the, like, beautiful cinematography of everything, the, just all that stuff is, is really, I think, what the game, like, is, and maybe it's not quite 90%, maybe it's 70%, you know, 30% of your cat, but... It's a it's a lot, and I I was like really really impressed with what it had. Um, no, yeah, I mean, I was I was really surprised at just how um how the idea of you being a cat, like how little that mattered to the actual story at hand. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I found myself I was as I was playing it, I kind of like forgot that I was a cat in a weird way because I was so focused on the story of like the characters around me and the setting around me and like 
I don't know. It's like maybe a part of that helps because like your character never speaks except like for the designated meow button that you could very well have like a silent playthrough where you just yeah. never meow whatsoever. Although I think it's a mechanic for the little. There's like, a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah. You where yeah. you're kind of supposed meow. to meow. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but like otherwise, I mean, you don't really like, it's not like you like talk and cat speak in cutscenes all that much. Like it's kind of like the cat is just like a silent observer of all of this. Like you as the player are the silent observer of everything. And people will like come to you with like quests and everything, but they don't ask you to do stuff because you're a cat or like, I don't, I don't know. Like it's, it's really weird how like the concept of being a cat is like so minimal in this game. Um, aside from just those like random things you can do throughout the world. I feel like, okay, here's the word I want to use. I want to use like subtle. Or something yeah maybe subtle like it's there dude like it's there and it's really tastefully done but it's not like in your face at all Mm -hmm. like maybe occasionally you go through a bar you know what i mean like you walk through bars because you can Mm -hmm. you know what i mean or you do something like that or you break through a fence or something or just like the way you hop on sort of railings and things like there's very like cat like stuff in there but it it isn't just like smashing you over the head with like it you're a cat like in the way that the fucking gamers did it's not like that at all but it is a wonderfully unique like setting for all of the gameplay like everything you end up doing in the game gameplay wise that's cat related it feels like it fits perfectly like it just it fits yeah like yeah yeah and they i mean they spent a long time making sure that all the animations just like or at least 90, 90 some percent of the animations just like really feel like a real cat, mm-hmm. which is amazing. They must have mocap this, I'm assuming. I mean, they must have, but like, what do you do? Just like you mocap a cat like running around a room for like 40 hours and then just like maybe and then just take what you can of that, and like on shit and stuff, yeah, and like break, like knocking stuff down, like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, but like you can't really, cats aren't really trainable in the way that dogs are, you know? So like getting them to do any specific action is very difficult. Yeah. I'm sure it's possible, but. It, it, I think that's like, I, I feel like this was the best case for cats in cat fandom that doesn't exist within like the actual like cat fandom itself but rather just like the way the robots are so thankful for you to help them and the Mm -hmm. way that you like help them in such a cat like way i don't know it's like beautiful it is beautiful like i see it i see it there's an elegance and there's a beauty to their like aloofness maybe Mm. to their just like kind of doing their own thingness but then also like it's 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 very different than dogs. I don't know. It was it was interesting on display. Like this game as a dog would be really different. Like really really different. Mm-hmm. Although there is one there is one glaring problem that I see in this game about okay. it being a cat, <clears throat> which is that cats are hunters. Mm-hmm. And this cat that you play as exclusively runs away from things. Which just does not at all feel like cat behavior to me. Hmm. Um, 
like the I don't know what they're called, like the Zarf or something like that. The z- Zerk. Oh yeah, Zerk. What are they, are they called? The Zorks. Zorks? The Zorks. The Zergs. I don't know. Zerg. Um, yeah, they are Zerg like. They are. <laughs> the the Zerg-like. like weird Buzz Lightyear's nemesis. <laughs> evil alien like. <laughs> little creature things that chase after you like yeah, yeah a cat's gonna run away from them sometimes but like a cat's gonna flip over and like fight it with its claws and teeth you know like mm-hmm. and you never once do that and it always kind of frustrated me that like this cat felt completely defenseless despite being a a feral hunter <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he's domesticated bro maybe that was the secret but like domestic domesticated cats still like murder the, the birds and shit you mean they fuck like, shit up outside they yeah they're like responsible for like millions of bird deaths per year like yeah maybe significantly more than that just listen, in america alone you listen know? all i can say is that like birds mostly leave me alone and so maybe uh-huh. we should thank cats for that you know, like they've stolen my yeah. pizza once or twice on a beach, but other than that, like they mostly leave me alone. You mean seagulls? Yeah, because specifically seagulls are like a seagulls. lot bigger than what a house cat's gonna take on. <laughs> well, but I, that's why no. I'm an army. But I mean, no, it's just funny to me because like everywhere I've lived, the deer just because they're not hunted just roll up to your house and just chill yeah. outside your door, and you're like, "Hey, can I leave now?" And he's like, "Sure, sure," but like, wait for a sec. Also, you know, they do the thing that bikers do. They're like three behind and you look behind there's like a three more deer behind <laughs> you know what i mean like, <laughs> like fuck dude so i don't know like there's something to be said for having a little bit of that in your life um like but yeah yeah i don't know i don't know i mean i yeah i i, I don't know i just so that bothered me but yeah that's fucked up james i mean that's like one thing you know it's like it felt like they they really just wanted this cat to be like a chill docile helper you know yeah it's definitely a very chill cat you know what this cat ends up being this cat ends up being a better assassin's creed character than any assassin's creed character (laughs) (laughs) than enzio that's a very different version of this game where the cat just goes around like assassinating robots or something (laughs) No, honestly, but like, but like the the parkour is very Assassin's Creed like, mm-hmm. like very much you can like climb on a lot of stuff. It feels like old school Assassin's Creed, like maybe one or two, but I don't know how different they really are. But like, one, okay, one piece of advice I would give. This is a little bit late for you guys here, but what I loved doing was I rebound the jump button, which is like you know A or X or whatever on your controller to R one. So run is R two and R one is that. And the reason is because then you can hold it down and you can use your thumb to like change the camera. So you mm. can have free camera movement while you're holding it down and it'll take the next jump. And so you get this like super free flowing, like no interruptions movement. And you can like be whipping your camera around to try to follow that. And it's fucking rad. So like yeah. that's Assassin's Creed, like straight up. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Assassin's Creed was hold a button to climb and point in the direction. So you can make this game that. And I'm actually sort of amazed they didn't start with that, but yeah that's a sick tip fun it's good yeah yeah i i really yeah i it's it's really interesting i was just like kind of reading like a quick like just the the developers like kind of uh like what their goals were for this game like 
from conception all the way to like actually like making this game and like basically their base concept was that they just wanted to create like a game that had like some sort of city playground for a cat and i i think like this kind of like walled city like look and like therefore like kind of making it look very crammed and jungle gym like is like the perfect setting for like doing these sort of like parkour things yeah that feel very like you know assassin's creed like i mean not to mention like they make the they make the jump mechanic very very simple in this game which i'm very thankful for like essentially it's like c prompt hit prompt don't even need to like air control or anything like basically as long as you hit the prompt the cat's gonna like have a you know pre-programmed path jumping up to a ledge or something and i i really like that a lot just because it again like like you said mccoy it like adds to the free flow of everything and um also just like I think I think otherwise the also the game would have just been very frustrating if you would have had to control for that. Yeah, I mean if this Definitely. had been like skill based jumps, this whole game would have been a nightmare. Absolutely, you can't mm-hmm. walk off ledges, bro. Like you can't mm-hmm. even just like send yourself off a ledge. So you walk straight up to the edge of the beam and then you press the jump button and then you go. Interesting. I wasn't quite pointing at the right thing. Then you point at the right thing and then you get the prompt and you jump. Yeah. And it it just means like there's a really sweet like flow to the game. Like, there's, like, only a couple sections, maybe chases and stuff like that, combat where you can die. But for the most part, you're just, like, flowing. Yeah, which I think is really important for how, like, for just how they wanted you to play this game and for the story of the game. Like, I think that this game, like, the gameplay is really cool and really, like, as we said, like, very cat-like and, like, really fits the setting and, like, I think really adds a lot to the game. But I don't think they ever wanted it to get in the way of you just, like, rolling through the story. Like, it definitely feels like you're just supposed to complete the story. Like, just go forward. And it wasn't so much like, yeah, now sit here and figure out how to do all this this jump sequence. You can make it from point A to point B. Yeah. Dude, you know, this is a great point that we're building off of here because I'm starting to see, I hadn't put these pieces together yet, but it also does other things too. It also means when, by the way, obviously we're going to talk about spoilers, um, but it just means like when the cat is hurt or nearly dead, it's an impactful moment and you didn't spend like the whole game watching the cat die with like the 500 animations of cat death that they made from falling mm-hmm. off cliffs and shit. True. Yeah. There isn't really that much of that maybe in the combat sequences, but not really much. So like there are emotional moments that are hit. I feel yeah, like I mean, the injured cat was devastating to me emotionally. Mm. I'm very yeah. sad. I think I remember looking at McCoy like at one point. Right at like, the very beginning? There's Yeah, so at the very beginning, the cat gets hurt. And there's another section later in the game where the cat gets yeah, hurt again. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it limps. And, like, the cat limp is just so sad. Mm-hmm. It's so helpless. There's, ne- there's no one. No one can help it. There's no vets. There's nothing. All of its friends are gone. Mm-hmm. I remember looking at McCoy and being like, if this cat fucking dies, I am going to lose my shit. Like, I can't. <laughs> this cat has to be okay. <laughs> yeah and the cat is okay spoilers the cat's gonna be fine mm-hmm. yeah no but dude i like i loved that was one of the first things that i like really like noticed about the game is just like the free flowingness of it and like the non-punishing aspect of it but it is so powerful for the game that actually you're trying to experience which is the just incredible set pieces that you are in all the time it's unbelievable oh, yeah. how beautiful it is all the time and 
this game just feels like one of the most polished games in every aspect, literally every aspect I can possibly think of. Like you're seeing, especially at the beginning, you guys remember like those, like those glowing orange signs that were literally like go here that they just like planted like Mm -hmm. arrows and stuff. Like they are guiding you through this flow. They are not interested in you checking underneath something in, to find the collectible and there like are, yeah and there are some in the cities right and like that's like cool and well and good but like when you're flowing bro in this game you're flowing you know what i mean and i, I feel For like it's sure. very it reminds me of like you know that feeling in like a, a particular section of like journey or flower or like just one of those like games that's about that sort of momentum and i feel like they just did such a good job crafting that so that you can enjoy it so shout out to mm-hmm. that to be honest i mean yeah, I was so worried at first. Like once I saw there was a collectible system, like my 100%er brain's like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> like, "Oh no, I don't have time for this." Yeah. And like <laughs> also, I I feel like when when collectibles are introduced in games, um there's like one big question that comes into my head of like, "All right, who wants to bet that there's going to be a collectible that's going to be like in the middle of a chase sequence and mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. miss it if I don't split second bank to the left and like snatch it or pick it up and like this game at least helps in the sense that picking up a collectible like pauses the game in that like um is it b12 yeah Yeah, like like vitamin vitamin. okay yeah i was gonna say like i don't know if it's because i took my vitamins this morning but um but like you know b12 will come out and like uh scan it and like make a comment on it and like the game deliberately has this like pause state when you're picking up the collectible. So therefore like that kind of like was rest assured that like during these sequences where Zerks are chasing you or like, you know, or whatnot, like you kind of knew like, all right, I can just flow. I can actually just treat this chase sequence for what it is and not be like a hundred percent collectible. Like, I don't know. Like it was one thing about last of us part two that always bothered me is like, you'd be like hounded on by zombies. But if you don't open this one drawer and grab this one baseball card, like you, you miss all the collectibles. And I'm like, Ellie would not be looking through drawers when a bloater's chasing her. Like Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> like, um, and so I, I'm just, Thank you, developers, for not doing that. Other games, please do that more. I really appreciate Mm -hmm. it. My 100% brain really, really does appreciate that. Here's my question, Zoe. Have you ever thought to yourself, all right, I'm a multi-game person, multi-playthrough person? Playthrough. Thank you. Yep. Um, Maybe I don't go for collectibles on the first playthrough at all, and I just try to play it like perfect narrative as best I can in the moment. And then the second Mm -hmm. time I pull a walkthrough out and I get everything perfect. Have you considered that? Yeah, I mean, no, I, I definitely do. I, I did that for like Gris and, and I did do it for this game. I didn't 100% it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did. I missed a lot in the Midtown area because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that place is just massive. And I was getting, I, I felt like that was like an actual area where I was kind of getting lost a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I missed a ton there, mm-hmm. but I was like, eh. Like, I, I, I also feel like at that point of the game, I was like, eh, it's no big deal. Like, I, I do feel like the collectibles were also just kind of like little, it's not like detrimental to the story and that it like reveals a major story clue if you, mm. you know, don't collect it. It's really just like, I don't know, flavor text mm-hmm. for the most part. So you get some reminiscing from B12. Um, but otherwise, I mean, 
yeah, I, I'll probably play this game again and just see if I could like try to like find those collectibles again, like when I have more time and whatnot. But I don't know. I wasn't too upset about it this time. Yeah, it feels like they've really figured out how to make those collectibles. Like if you just want to spend some more time, mm-hmm. if you just enjoy mm-hmm. being in the world, then go for it. Like it's like really like rewarding that. And like if you want to just go go fast, I mean, not just go fast, but, you know, <clears throat> but just like move through it. Yeah, and right. that was totally okay, yeah. and if not, like, celebrated. Yeah. You know? Right. And, like, my my collectible, like, searching brain searched for a while until I missed one. Mm-hmm. And I, I swear to God, it was in the first, it was in the slums, mm-hmm. the first one that I missed. I swear to God, I searched that place, like, 100%. Mm. I couldn't find one memory. And I wasn't even looking for the memories specifically. I was looking for fucking, what's his name? Like Mo or whatever. Oh yeah, Momo. Momo. Because I just, I just like didn't quite get how to get up to his place. So I was just searching everywhere to, to like I found all of the other um, journals before I actually got to him. Hmm. Um, cause I was just like, I don't know, beefing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was just like, so frustrated at that point that I was just like, I'm not going back around the slums just to find this memory another fucking time. Dude. And then the alternative is always like, I could pull up a walkthrough and then I have to go through every single one somehow, like either in my mind or, <laughs> or in the actual world. And yeah. it's just like, is this the vibe that I'm going for? Yeah, here? that's not, that wasn't the vibe <laughs> that I was looking for. And then, and then I just was just, you know, fully off. Once I miss one, it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I was a little bit pressed for time playing this last night. Um, <clears throat> so when I got to the second world and the first person asked me to do a fetch quest i was like lamau and just like jumped (laughs) up that shit fuck you robot yeah exactly yeah (laughs) you'll enjoy the sunlight Um, that's it and i like spoke to two other people that were like i also have a fetch quest and i was like yeah bitch i'm leaving like (laughs) they already told me i could just go so i'm going (laughs) yeah i feel Mm -hmm. that I don't know. It's so funny, you guys. Like, I, I have like the total opposite where, like, I don't, I don't need collectibles in mm. my life unless they're like a tangible, valuable thing. And then I'm happy to like take the time. But I think it's just, I was when I was a kid a lot. Like, I really like tried to be super incredibly thorough. And I think at some point I've just accepted, like, if I'm really into it, I'll go for it. But if I'm not, I'm not. And so I don't know. It's just interesting. But I, I've definitely found that. Games have had a, they've come a long way. They've come a long way in this particular area, and I feel like there's yeah. still potentially more to do. And I, I don't know. I, I think it's a it's a battle between like like maybe more modern game styles of like, and I don't even mean like myself, but just like people who are just like on TikTok on the side or something. I don't know. Um, going through like, I feel like a lot of that stuff is like, it's such a different type of person. I feel like that goes for that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people have, they've like developers have really figured out like how to, what to do with that. But, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this game. Bro. I think that, 
Mm-hmm. I enjoy going for collectibles. Mm-hmm. And so in, in games that I'm enjoying, my brain automatically starts looking for them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like caring about that. <laughs> but I can also just like choose not to, you know, it's like it's not a compulsion. Interesting. Which is good. Yeah. I think that like, there were sections of this game that were, we did go and find a lot of the collectibles just because, like, we were hanging out. Like, I think Midtown was one of the places that we explored really. And I think actually gets the slums, too. Maybe more the slums. Like, I think we explained, we explored that really thoroughly. Is the slums mm. the first one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first, like, okay, the yeah, first, yeah, like yeah. robot area. Yeah. Place. Like, we, were, we spent a lot of time there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, McCoy, like, I think you did find all the collectibles there. I know too. Like I originally started playing this game, so I know we we missed some early due to the <laughs> difference between me playing the game and McCoy playing the game. Which me playing the game is like I'm lost, I'm scared, um, <laughs> the cats hurt, <laughs> and like I'm having a hard. I so I will say this game was like very much playable by for me. Like be, because it wasn't skill jumps, like it was very playable. But definitely McCoy has this way of playing games that's very cinematic because he's very good with the thumbstick situation, like panning things on a controller. Whereas it's me, it's like you're, like, you're looking fully down. Okay, fully up. Okay, all the way to the left. Oh, the throw is too far. Bring it back. Like it's just really abrupt. And so um, you don't McCoy feather taking the over. Sticks. Yeah, I don't do feathers, feathering. Mm. I'm fully committed to the directions I'm going. Mm. And mm. it ended up being, um, I was really glad when McCoy took over because this is a really beautiful game and it really deserves like cinematic pans and like really looking at things as opposed to like if I was jumping, I'd be like looking exactly at my feet the whole time or something. And like we, I would never look up because I would, whatever it was. Um, but this game looks. It's so it's so beautiful. It is so beautiful. I thought the art direction for this game was just wild. Yeah, I would say that from the cinematic standpoint. So I try to play a lot of video games cinematically, especially with the controller, because you have like much more. I don't know if it's fine or if it's perhaps it's smooth, much Mm -hmm. more smooth camera control than you do with the mouse, which is like very jerky. Like you look at like, like if you look at like um, I mean anything. Look at like the Dead Space playthrough or whatever, like which you know only we have seen but you know it's like it's like Gabe's movements are really precise and really like quick and fast mm-hmm. but they but like um, the mouse just can't be smooth in the same way right. it's too precise maybe or too attached but the but the thumbstick really can and so i try to play a lot of games like that and i think this one is one of the better ones i've ever played t- that tries to subtly help that playstyle by like you walk into an area and it shifts the camera perspective just slightly towards like a point of interest or it like changes the field of view just slightly like you'll walk into certain like you know one of the things like you walk up to a window you're supposed to look out and then the camera just moves up in physical space like towards the sky just slightly and you look and you realize the cat is actually just being cut by the bottom of the screen which you would never normally have if the cat was perfectly on screen all the times but it's clearly trying to help you have a beautiful view of what's in front of you to do so. And you, if you're trying to play with the thumbsticks are trying to do the same shit. Mm -hmm. And so it just helps you with the cinematography of it. And it doesn't fight you or like jerk it away from you or like throw it in another direction. It is really supportive of that style. And I thought it was just like a dream to be playing that style with that. 
So I was like, yeah, it feels really like, like an actual, you know, <laughs> like director. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ha- took control sometimes just a little bit, like nudged you in the way that they wanted you to be and play. And the, it, it really helps, you know, it helps to just get you into that mindset and, and appreciate the world and the art. Yeah, yeah, and that agree. that reminds me of so maybe my favorite thing that this game did in terms of the cat the cat mechanics or like the cat value added. Because mm-hmm. um, I know you guys, I know we were talking earlier, and I don't, I don't disagree that this game is not like about being a cat, right? Like it's not, it's not. Um, but I do think that you being a cat, like really, I mean, obviously, really impacts this game. Um, but I, my favorite thing that, anyways, this long-winded but my my favorite thing that they did was there's something about the way that they did the perspective in this game or like the it's not field of view Mm, i don't think i I think it's the perspective like usually when we play games in i'm gonna say the word third person okay is that right Mm -hmm. yes okay great um in third person right like you're playing as maybe a human or something that's like you know generally i would say bipedal in nature so you're standing up and like there's a certain height that you're looking at the world from and this is a tiny cat in a huge world like the scale of the of the set pieces in this are just massive and i thought they did a really really cool thing with like i the whole time i felt like they made the perspective like be low like i always felt like we were low and like looking up and so you Mm. felt like you were this like small cat in a huge world um and for me yeah i just i really like that it was just it was like noticeable especially because also i was sitting low and looking up and it was just like the whole time i was like well, i so am I should add to that we pulled cat. up so we pulled up the fucking beanbag chair to the to like my you know i guess i'll call it work tv or something it's like 50 inches something like that and it's, it's a large screen yeah it's a large screen um and like we pulled up the fucking beanbag chair to that, so then we're below looking up at it, and so like it puts you in the perfect perspective for the cat. It just like it, ex- you know, accentuates that fucking view mm-hmm. concept that you're talking about, and uh, it's just this constant looking up and awe. Like this, <laughs> dude. This second we like got on the beanbag chair, we like turned the game on, like put the headphones on, and we're just like looking up, and then Atlanta just goes like, "Oh my god, I feel like." I feel kind of high. Like, are we in this game? Like, what's happening? Are we cats? <laughs> are we, what's happening? And I'm like, dude, I am so feeling that. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Um, and so, yeah, it was it was awesome, honestly. Like, and that's like a perfect use case for a controller, for a fucking cable, so you can like lay back for a fucking, I don't know, I guess a beanbag chair, maybe. Yeah, um, I feel like this game was meant to be played on like a big TV, like, laying down or some shit I don't yeah know. yeah laying down mm-hmm. i think would be interesting because tvs are not it's usually above a you. cozy game too mm-hmm. yeah. like it's it's like it, it's it has some action sequences to it but like i i did find it to be just a very cozy experience as well yeah um, i mean there is a whole yeah. me- i mean i don't know if mechanic is the right word there's just like places where you can just lie down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just like I don't know, be a cat in a pretty place, lying down. My favorite was giving the guitar guy like music sheets. Mm-hmm. And then as he played, I laid down and like meow to the beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, would you? 
Yeah, because you could meow during his music, so I would just <laughs> lay down and just like chirp and and whatnot. It was that's it was very. very nice. See, you know, that's I'm some nice not cat a cat person, play. but it was pretty fucking cute. Yeah, I mean the cat <laughs> is pretty fucking charming. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Except for arguably yeah. his face. Am I the only one? I do think the cat's face is a little bit fucked up. Just a little bit. Hmm. Like, and as I in, didn't notice that. It just maybe it's like really good. I don't know, but I I feel like I see cuter cats in my fucking neighborhood. Yeah, I think, but I, I so I think they like nailed the the back view of the cat mm-hmm. with like its little feet trotting. I thought they really did it, like, but uh, yeah, but I think the face is a little bit off, and I can't. It's a little bit uncanny valley for me. I was like, mm, something wrong with that cat. Um, like if you'd been like, it's a robot cat, I'd be like, yeah, that's it. Hmm. And I don't know what that is. Huh. I'm not sure hmm. if anybody else thinks that, but I I also had the impression. Maybe this is only something you see from. A beanbag chair below. Like the fucking, be, I was like, gonna say, like maybe, cat. maybe it that's the be. beanbag angle. Because I, I don't know. I, I thought, I thought the cat's face was fine. Nice. Yeah. Um, maybe it was your TV. Yeah, dude. This game is so amazing in 4K. It is just like stunningly beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, so okay. What's really interesting is we were watching um, a skill up review for this game. Skill up is a really fantastic YouTuber who does reviews, and they are of incredible quality. Um. I will say he talked way too fucking long about how you were a cat. And I was like, see, Elena, this is the bullshit I'm talking about. But but um, <laughs> one of the things he mentioned is that on launch, I guess, the PC mm-hmm. port was not good and had a lot of performance issues. And uh, he was like, you should probably wait. Like the PS5 version is a little better right now. You should probably wait. We'll see if they fix it sort of thing. And uh, I, I don't know. Like we're playing this much later after the fact, obviously, as you can see. But like it was flawless for me like i the performance of this game was perfect like like this game was the most well-rounded everything like everything Mm. just felt incredibly thought through and cared for and attended to including the engine including the visuals including the map design including including the animations including the you know just just literally everything felt so polished and so it was interesting to hear him say that, like, oh, yeah, don't play it on PC because it sucks. Because I had, like, 0% issue performance-wise on PC. So Yeah, maybe it's something they worked out immediately. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I don't know. I did want to say one thing about the perspective before we leave that yeah, do point it, yeah. as well. Um, so I, I did think it was, like, a really neat touch that throughout your time as being a cat in the city, you, you're right. Like, you are kind of on the level of the cat, so everything seems really crammed and, like, vast around you. And you're, you know, you're going up to these buildings and going into different areas. But I just thought it was, like, the icing on the cake, like, at the very end when you're in the control room and you open up the ceiling and you can just sit there in the mm-hmm. control room as you watch mm-hmm. the yes. um, ceiling open up. Yeah. And you can look, you yourself as the cat can look down at the city. Mm-hmm. Like you can actually yeah. see the city from mm-hmm. the top down mm-hmm. at the very end just to see how vast and like crammed it is. Um, I just thought that was like a neat little touch, you know, from nice change in perspective without like completely taking like control away from the cat. A hundred percent. Yeah, I and agree. It is... That control room was such a cool addition. Yeah. Because you'd been in that city the whole time too. And like you kind of had an understanding of how it worked between like the slums and then the midtown and kind of like where you were. And I think like I feel like you got 
you got like a good feel for that city. But then when you actually saw it from top down, it, yeah, it was just, it was very cool. Like what a cool yeah. city design too. Unbelievably cool. And, and yeah, and they, they just have like so many, sorry. Um, they, they just had like a lot of like really nice touches as well to like kind of encourage you as a player to look around at your surroundings more. Like you'd be in the slums, but then you'd see like a quote unquote stargazing robot who like comments being like, oh, like wonder what real stars look like. And that was the first time that like I as the player, I'm like, oh, I should look up. And then you look up and you see like that very like geometrically like patterned mm-hmm. star quote unquote constellation up top. And you're like, oh, that's really odd. Like I looked up what is immediately <laughs> and I was like, ooh, that's a ceiling right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like they talked about that and I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> they just outright say that's a ceiling yeah i was hoping yeah. to show up you know with a yeah you're hoping you should just recording cool like did you guys know it was a ceiling <laughs> the whole time yeah right <laughs> james you were yeah. just on to the fucking the the heartbeat of this shit like on everything bro <laughs> i respect that um yeah i'm man. a fucking cat bro yeah, exactly. You're like, I'm a cat person. That's why. I'm I a cat like, boy, dude. Yeah, you're a, you're He's a, a cat, cat boy. boy. <laughs> oh, no, dude. Can you not be a cat boy? My God, dude. James, James, would you wear cat ears? Just a question. Um, Like. Ironically? Th- as a joke? Yeah. Like for a picture? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, like for a, a weekend? <laughs> you know, like, like for a whole time. weekend? Instagram post? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for an Instagram. Exactly. There we go. There we go. No, no. I mean, yeah, for an Instagram post, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, anything for an Instagram post. That's the right attitude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, write that down. Um, <laughs> 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 no, but dude, like 100%, like this game has so many elegant signals as to like what to to stop and pay attention to. And like it has just so much density of like quality art design and like intrigue and interest and it's it's just insane like like the slums and stuff just like but and like the signs for everyone's place and like the different streets and the light of course in this game the light's amazing mm-hmm. um and like and that's part of what makes the the last scene in the control room so amazing is because you get to see the light like in a circle like expand out and you get to just watch that incredibly slow like you know terraforming feel of like the opening of the sky like light i guess or giant roof or whatever it's just yeah dude it's just it's just amazing like that is such a slow open to that thing you just sit there and watch it and yet it is like fucking rad like yeah and like you don't have to sit there and watch it like if you wanted to like as it's like opening you could just like bolt out the door if you wanted Mm -hmm. to right I did watch a playthrough where someone just did like a 180 and just booked it out the door. I was like, but what? What? That's awful. I feel like, you know, so they do give you that option if you want to. But at the same time, like, I I do appreciate also that, like, it's so much attention to detail and care just with that opening and that they don't, like, try speeding it up after 20 seconds Mm -hmm. being like, okay, and you get the gist of it. So we're going to open up, like, faster now or anything. Like, it's still that very slow expansion that you can just like i i swear i was like sitting there for like five minutes i thought it's probably not five minutes Mm -hmm. but like it felt like quite a bit where like 
I was just sitting there with my tea and I'm watching it and I'm just like sitting there, put the controller down, sipping the tea, just looking and I'm like, wow, this is pretty. Yeah, and you're like if they send a fucking sentinel after me during this moment, I'm gonna be so pissed off because like I'm trying to enjoy this right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Dude, the thing is, bro, I actually think the cinematic playthrough is the playthrough that I would do of this game if I were to play it again, honestly. And like, I know people would, you know, speedruns are very common and whatever else, but like the run I really think of as a cinematic one because my biggest regret in the whole game is that I watched the thing open from the first window where the control thing is, mm-hmm. where you like put B12, et cetera, et cetera, which is a totally fine place to watch it. But if you go over to the right, you there's like some there's like a table and some chairs that you can just casually sit on in the most cinematic, beautiful way in front mm. of this giant window. And I saw it when I left. And I was like, oh my God. I I should have been sitting here, bro. I was like thinking the whole time I was opening, like, where am I sitting? <laughs> and I was like, quick, close the shade. Yeah, do it yeah. again, run it back. Close yeah. it. Run Sorry it guys, false alarm. Yeah, they're like, oh my B12, God, the sun. You're like, just close it again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be such a cat, like an asshole cat move to just like press the button again. Be like, eh, press it again. Eh. Dude, because I was literally thinking to myself the whole time when it was opening, like, you should choose a really cool place to sit in this. I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool right here. And then I was like, don't spend this time just running around the room trying to find a cool place. Like, just let it happen. And then afterwards, I immediately was like, fuck. And I just like stood on that table and just like watched. I was like, yeah. You need like chapter select in the main menu to just like only replay that oh, section. Oh, that actually should be mm-hmm. a cool feature for this game cuz you could go back to different areas too. Yeah. I think I, I, like I think I will just play this game again. Truthfully, I'm not sure when and I'm not a huge mm-hmm. game replayer, mm-hmm. multi-playthrough type person, but I feel like eventually I will. I It was such a vibe, dude. And it was mm-hmm. when people say, "Yo, this is a vibe." I'm always thinking of like Gabe and I'm always thinking of like the really intense vibes that he likes. But this is like a meditative vibe. And I fuck with that a lot. Like this slow opening or whatever the fuck of this thing mm-hmm. is, it's a meditation in a beautiful place with beautiful sounds. And it just, I don't know. So. The music and sound yeah. design in yeah. this was oh, man. So, so good. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I think anywhere from like, well, like the soundtrack itself, I, I, uh, I worked today to the Stray soundtrack. It's like lo-fi beats to work and study to you know kind of vibe and so i really like that um but also i just i really like just um they they did win an award by the way for sound design Mm -hmm. um and it makes total sense because i just love the way that like b12 talks to you as well as the robots like it's not like an r2d2 like beep boop beep boop it has elements of that, but yet there's some part about it that seems very smooth and like, I want to say like liquid. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's like a good way to like describe it, but like I, I usually like when it comes to sci-fi, sci-fi things, particularly with robots, I usually start like I immediately start bracing for impact because I don't like mechanical sounds like James. I think you were talking about like in Atomic Heart, how you hated right. Charles's um, uh-huh. voice. Yep. And like I, I feel that as well, where it's like, yeah, just like any type of like really like metal sounding voices kind of irritates me after a bit. But like they did something really cool with how the robots communicate with you and how B12 like talks to you. Um, I, I like, I'm 
want to like like watch a documentary on the development of this to just yeah. see like where like what they did for the voices mm-hmm. but i i thought it was so cool it feels very like nintendo inspired yeah like animal crossing ish yeah. <laughs> but like not as i don't know childish yeah not as cutesy <laughs> But like, but like, they've been I'm doing happy. I feel like Animal Crossing is like happy, cute animal voices. Like these are not happy robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more poignant or something. Like, yeah, like they're they're just you know that like emotive, but like they're not saying anything. Like style of speaking, like mm-hmm. that's definitely like here. But but I would just say too, like literally just knocking over a bottle is sounds so good mm-hmm. in this game. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. You know what I mean? Like where you just like walk around and I feel like I have become sort of accustomed to either like the emptiness that you feel when you just like interact with things and like you walk through it or like you hit it and it makes some weird noise that would never be the noise it would make or like it hits another surface and it's not the surface right. It's just like that whole, I think it's called Foley design or whatever, but like the idea of like this object hits this object and it sounds like this sort of concept is so thorough in this game mm-hmm. it's so thorough that just like walking around it's just like stunning like honestly like it's just it's it's part of the reason why this game is a vibe yeah go ahead yeah it's all just satisfying you know it's just mm-hmm. it feels good to be in the game it does just like jumping on anything you know yeah 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 i think this game also has a hallmark of actually what I think Burnhouse Lane has um, and a bunch of other games. Uh, I know. Yet another game, Burnhouse Lane. You know, just another in the same Lane killer. So if you like Stray. <laughs> Go try Burnhouse Lane. Please look at the Steam profile of that game first before you play that on my recommendation as a joke. Yeah, um, I'm just like listening to part of our playthrough yeah. where we're all traumatized for life because while of the sound playing design. the game. <laughs> so because of the sound design, that's actually true. Oh my God. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. No, but the reason why like, and there's a bunch of games that are like this, um, I think... I like Elden Ring also for this, if you want to do it in this way, but like there's a very standard way to mix sounds that's like, it feels very flat and it feels very like laptop speaker style. And it just feels very like, yeah, maybe it feels very TV. And honestly, like I would say the majority of my life, I listened to everything like that and it was totally fine and it was normal and great. And in fact, there's so many things that sound like that and sound great. And then you experience a game where it feels like the person really, really, really sat down and was like, if you were here and it was there, how loud would it be exactly? And they have like a consistent philosophy throughout the entire game of how everything should fit together in a cohesive piece. And it's not flat. Mm-hmm. It's like 3D in a way. And it it's honestly like mind-blowing. And I feel like the sound design in this game does that. And that's how you yeah. just know. It's like you can sit back and you can enjoy the music and not be hurt by anything that's too loud. It allows you to like stay in that meditative state where you're just enjoying all of the sounds and they all fit in the world and it just keeps you there. As opposed to, I say other things where you would just, maybe you just turn it down and not worry about it or you would just not think about it. But instead it like, really like you're immersed in it so 
Yeah, I did. I did unfortunately get one bug with one container in the slums mm. where it was like really nice and quiet, and you're like pitter pattering <laughs> through the through the through the uh, streets, and then I knocked over like a garbage bin or like just a a little container. I knocked over, and suddenly like. I don't know if like the sound confused the physics engine or something, but basically the sound was making it sound like the container was like dribbling on the floor. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, like that's, a, that's not immersive, is what that is. Yeah, yeah, that's called a bug. <laughs> if anything, it was really hilarious because I walked past and then it was doing that, and I'm like looking back at the stationary lying on the ground container, but it's making that noise, and I'm like what the fuck and you're like slow panning <laughs> and shit hella cinematic to it and like yeah. walking by like in slow motion and shit just like fucking that's ex- i wish i was filming myself because that's exactly what i did i'm like slow walking by it being like is there a zerk in here like what what is happening yeah the same thing happened to me with a bucket huh mm. there was just a bucket in the middle of an alley and it was the loudest thing <laughs> And you could like hear it around corners and like they they programmed it to be heard around corners like it was around the corner. Yeah. You know, like everything was working, but like that bucket, like impacting the ground continuously without moving um, was just so loud. I was like, what the fuck? Like, are we getting invaded? Yeah. <laughs> I w- James, I wonder if it was the same bucket. I swear it might, yeah, no I, it might have been. bucket out there. Yeah, and so I just like I like it was so confusing. I like circled it <laughs> like a cat, you know, mm-hmm. and then just left. And I, and then it, you it patted it like hella scared and shit, like you're gonna jump away. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly, dude. Fucking exactly. Hell, dude. And oh my god. Okay, two things. It, I I completely forgot about it until you mentioned that, Zoe. I love that. <laughs> okay, two things really quick. Oh, do we submit a bug report we for should. this? Okay. Yeah. Why not? Anyway. No, I was going to say, first thing, write this down. Zoe, let me re- fucking have you set up fucking GeForce Replay, which is some shit that I've mm. been using, which is with GeForce, which is like NVIDIA graphics cards, which I'm pretty sure you have. It's pretty sure that's what I said mm-hmm. to get. Um, You can do this thing where it just runs this like last five minutes or whatever you set last two minutes recording and then just constantly dumps it and so basically when something cool happens you can just hit that button and it'll grab the last two minutes and that is what you're looking for nice that would be fire i've written it down um mm-hmm. it's so <laughs> sick so getting that shit dialed is like how you clip effectively mm-hmm. in a beautiful world that's how you that's how you know you get your counter-strike clutches and shit where you then have to pace for fucking two days straight because that one looked good you know or whatever um that's how you do all that. Okay. Um, second thing. While we're talking about bugs, there was one, one bug I experienced in this whole game. So I'm curious now if maybe you guys experienced it too or not or what. But there was the sort of prison break scene. Okay. And, okay. and there's like this scene where you learn that you can basically like bait these robots that are searching for you into a cage and then lock it. And there's like the first section and then there's the second section and the second section has two of them. Um, Two of the guards you have to get in there. And we like ran by them and sent them into the, into the, like the place, Mm -hmm. like the, and, and then like pressed interact with the door and then ran out and it like made the door closing noise. And then the main character starts like walking down the thing and then the door just disappears 
and then they just slow walk out of it. The robots. The, the robots, robots like, do. slowly come back out of the, of the cage, yeah. And so we're just like, what the fuck do we do? Like, are we supposed to? So then we're like, well, we should go on. Like, we should just, because the, the, like, Momo, it's not Momo, but it's Clementine. The, Clementine is fucking in the doorway now. So like, I guess we're just done with the puzzle probably. So then we move into that next room and it, like, you're in this like contained box and he's they you know i'm not sure uh clementine's opening the fucking gate and they're like unlocking it but then they take forever and secretly you're supposed to just find a way out but since we had just in that exact moment experienced a what felt like game breaking bug we walk into that room and then the person is just trying to unlock this gate for like five minutes and we're just like oh my god what the fuck is happening oh shit this must be broken Mm -hmm. and so we restart and then we go back there and we're like oh no it's like permanently broken like we've really fucked this up and so we're sitting there like oh no like this is really bad and then we just look and like oh there's a fucking gate here wait never mind so then, and then we're like does that mean it wasn't broken the first time did that mean we got baited in by a bug to think that the next thing was bug but actually it was just intentional and like what the fuck so from from your reactions i guess this didn't happen to you but <laughs> i was gonna say i don't think i ever had that happen okay. okay no i had one other bug which was doc um mm-hmm. when we were about to leave the house where you find doc um instead of walking slowly downstairs where you're supposed to follow him he just like stood there hmm. and did not move so you couldn't do anything or leave the house he just um, kept you there as his prisoner. Yeah. So I had to just restart. You know, I had to quit and, and yeah. load back in. Yeah. And then he was just like totally fine. But that was the one bug. It's like eh, oh, yeah, maybe something disappeared. I don't remember. It wasn't it wasn't game breaking. Nothing else was significant. But like this this is like this reminds me like rose colored glasses and all of like my childhood where like these would be the talks about bugs not like so i tried to enjoy the game and then it ruined my experience yeah not just cyberpunk <laughs> yeah You're like yeah like forever <laughs> exactly like honestly this was like so smooth like i thought the the game design like the level design was so inviting and so like directionally like valuable for the most part like i definitely did get lost occasionally just because i just don't really have a good sense of direction to be honest with you um so i can never tell if that's the game or if it's me but yeah, like i am zero help <laughs> no Lane, you're, you're it's just... true they're they're not helpful no, together we're not and it's i have like... no i don't even know left and right oh, like i have to really God. think about left and right it's like but then the thing is I've, we've always thought about this and like do you just because when you think about it when you sit there and go hmm, okay left it's like a hundred percent wrong and so then that to me means maybe if you sat there thought about it and then went for the reverse you'd be 100 percent right Mm -mm -mm. i don't know if that's like true but i've always wondered about that strategy (laughs) you know like hmm left okay no because i I think that what you're assuming is that i have an idea of which direction it is what actually happens is someone says to me turn left and my mind is 100 percent blank there is nothing happening up so there. So you're just 50-50. It is a full 50-50 and it is complete panic. Or it's like 30 seconds of me just like being like, okay, left, make an L with your... And I do the L with both hands, so like make sure I know. And Which then one she's I driving turn. is really alarming. No, I keep my hand on the steering wheel and I just make the Ls as I'm like holding the steering wheel. And like it's totally Yeah, but then, you're, then your eyes are completely off the road. Well, just like... for a brief moment. I mean like yes, basically. Yeah. 
But yeah, I think that when you think that I, yeah, you're assuming more thought than I have under those circumstances. I, you know, I guess what I'm assuming, that's fair, um, is just like, you know, regardless of what happens in that thinking period, if you could just reverse the end, you know? But if there is no thing, mm. anyways. No, what, no, what Wait, I'm telling you, though. No, listen, hear me okay, out. Okay, okay. This is really important. We need to decide <laughs> that we need, that, to, we need to, to fix this, this now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, I've always thought about this. And seriously, hear me out, right? I believe from the experience in my gut that you are wrong more than you are right, which means there is some logic to it. Do you know what I'm saying? I think we need to start keeping a tally. I don't think I'm wrong more than I'm right. I have literally never seen you be right. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, it's, just, it's, it's not close to me, dude. Like, I would turned, say something. I've turned the right direction ever. No, no, no. But like, if you if you said to me, like, bro, go left, and it was left, I would like pause and be like, nice. Like, it would be like one of those moments. And I just can't think. And this is not like to, this is not denigrate. You know, I'm not trying to attack. It feels like you're trying to oh, denigrate me pub- um, publicly, I think, is what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The world must know, bro um but but i just i just anyways all right not important can we, can we move past this mm-hmm. which direction <laughs> sorry stop button right there <laughs> moving forward no wait wait but i have a serious uh-uh. point okay. which is that okay. we've okay. talked about like every part of this Back game up. And Take how a left. Just, damn it. James. <laughs> Trying to put it back on the rails. Um, no, we've talked about like... God damn it. I can't move on with this. Chris just laughing in the corner. No, I'm good. I'm good. Get it's it it's together. what I'm laughing about now. It's just it's like there's an ellipse between every word because you're trying to like keep it together. I'm trying to... I get it. I get it. It's all right. We've talked no, about like I'll every part it. of this game. Uh-huh. Except for the story. Okay. And I feel like the story mm. is fucking awesome. Mm. This is one of my, I mean, I know we're early in 2023, sort of, but like this is one of my favorite stories of the year that I've played, I think. I can't think of, I don't know if that's true. I shouldn't have said that part, but. Um, burn House Lane? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Burn House Lane. Pretty compelling. Bro, but- <laughs> quick Burn House Lane. You were telling me in the interview that you posted, bro. Yeah. That he was originally going to call it Cat Lady 2. Yeah, he was going to call it Cat Lady 2. Whoa. You guys see that shit? Whoa. I know. Mind blown. Mind, Mind blown. blown. Crazy. Um, but wait, I feel like the story is like, it's, I mean, this game is only like roughly five hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a pretty like direct five hours. Like there's not a ton. I mean, you could go on like for collectibles like we talked about, but like it's pretty much like you move through this story. Um, and it's a pretty mm-hmm. much like a five hour story. And it's pretty, it's, I was like completely linear. Like it is a linear story. You go from like point A to point B, like you have a goal, get out, open the fucking ceiling situation. Like you just go do that. But it is like a really, like that, that say, makes it sound like really simple and like not, impo- I don't know, not important or like not mm-hmm. engaging, but it is such a like beautifully told, super simple story. It does not overstay its welcome. Um, I think like the, I don't know call it environmental storytelling or just like the little pieces that you pick up as you go throughout the world were always like really interesting to me. And like you kind of like put, put together this puzzle of like the what the world was and what it is now. Um, 
I loved all the characters that you meet and like they're all kind of in the story just for like a brief little moment and then you move on. Um, mm. Except for B12 who's with you essentially the whole time. And yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. I just thought, I mean, I think the story is like really good. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I, I liked it's it's like an apocalyptic story or it's an it's an apocalypse story essentially but i think the thing that i thought was so compelling about it is that it's like it's this human and robots thing but like the robots didn't turn evil mm-hmm. like instead they're yeah. like nice yeah, robots, robots are just i just thought left. that was like mm-hmm. yeah it was just a very interesting angle on that whole thing of like you know what happens like when humans basically like die out and all that's left is like their little helper robots that have like never meant to like do any harm but like they just have to exist you know like i i thought it was really cool and Mm -hmm. they kind of played off of iterations of those robots like they kind of created their own society Mm -hmm. off of everything based off of what was left i liked that like the control room robots were so sterile and like mm-hmm. i guess like the most like robotic like, yeah. they weren't interacting with the the rest of the robots so they yeah. didn't or learn, the stars you know? bro like or the sky when you yeah. open mm-hmm. it they just don't give a fuck he's just still yeah. cleaning the window well, they're and just shit. like they're just like full ai like that was my impression is like there was i don't know if they're not <clears> full ai like there was no sentience there like the other yeah. robots yeah. had like developed a sense of yeah, yeah they weren't socialized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta socialize them young. No, but exactly. there's a really interesting like reverse dynamic here where it's like, because you start in quote the slums, right? And it's like the happiest place. And then as you get to like the more robotic maybe or the more advanced, like where the sort of bad AI they were talking about that's either like been brain reset or whatever and then is like just has a plan or is like, Maybe tyrannical and police like it's like yeah there's like the sentinels who are like clearly like the bad guy police state kind of thing so it like it gets like yeah that way where it's like yeah like the most emotive and interesting and cool characters are like down in the slums i mean it's not to say that there aren't characters like living and being really cool mm-hmm. in the midtown but what i'm just saying is like it, w- w- is midtown where the the where cops Clementine are was. Yeah. yeah midtown was okay. where the sentinels and where's were... the tower what's the tower called I think the like wasn't the tower in the slums area sort of it was like the transition point yeah I feel like it was like the midpoint but I think it was like no man's land between the two yeah that kind of like giant tree looking structure oh yeah 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 yeah. which that fucking set piece was Mm -hmm. so cool and then you walk up and you find that robot who's meditating surrounded by like tv screens that all have his face on it and then all of the little cats that are like i don't yeah. know how you call it with those like the, good like, luck cats i think they're good i don't know if they're good luck or yeah are they like the yeah, like waving the, cats the waving statues. cats like that yeah. was with mm-hmm. i was like i just i love that scene i was so mm-hmm. into that scene yeah that was a very meditative scene too yeah 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 no i agree like but yeah, I, I just thought the story was really beautiful. And I thought it like was a really good example of like a story with restraint and like that didn't overreach, that didn't go too far, like didn't there was like no exposition, like nothing was ever just like explained to you. It was all through like environmental stuff that you picked up or clues that you got from characters and you kind of just put together. 
I guess B12 did some explaining of like, this is the ceiling. Like we've been trapped in here, but mm-hmm. it was just like, it had such a light touch, but yet it was such a night, like a, a well put together, like kind of poignant story about, you know, the demise of humanity. And yeah. Yeah. The, the exposition was kind of told with like a nostalgic undertone mm-hmm. through B12, mm-hmm. which I think was also helped. It, it felt less like a college lesson and, you know, like a, a lecture and more like, Oh, like, B12 is just reminiscing on how things were. And they they like do try to like add a story element to that and that B12 doesn't have any memory of who they were mm-hmm. before. And so they're like recalling bits and pieces from their past before they like find out who they really are. Yeah. And that's just it's it's a really good angle to be able to do that kind of storytelling and explaining without seeming too like yeah, like lecture based or whatnot. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. And they call it remembering, you know, mm-hmm. or like and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I feel like they just so clearly understand that concept that you're talking about. And they so clearly were going for that. And it it really pays off. I, what, I, what I was thinking about was like, we call this the story. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... It, 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 back to the fucking game of the year conversation from who knows when. It's probably a different one. But they had this like long conversation, potentially argument, about the category called best world. Because they were asking themselves, what did it mean? What does it mean? Because then they were like, at some point they had Super Mario in there and like, well, the levels are really good. And they were sort of confused and off the sort of thing. But the the case for the category. Wait, sorry, they being Giant, giant Bomb, bomb yeah. right? Yeah. No, they just being the voices in my head um, <laughs> 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 that just make the podcast for me. But um, mm. But the conversation was ultimately around like world building and like the story that the world can tell that is or isn't the story because the story maybe i'm not being fair or maybe i'm being accurate is like the story is like go up and open the ceiling Mm -hmm. basically but then the world does everything else to fill it in it feels like and that might be a little too far but it's like it's interesting to see it because i think that's why the story has quote so much restraint is because it itself is so simple and yet there's so much other like context there that's to be like picked up if you pay attention or care and it's so cool and enjoyable to see and it's so interesting and it's such a beautiful carrot on the stick um that it really works in this game but i Mm -hmm. I was just i was just thinking about that because it feels like world is like where a lot of that Mm -hmm. that comes in so yeah yeah it feels like it was really built built with cohesive vision mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and uh i mean like on a certain level the story is like you're a cat get out of this weird sewer city yeah like get back living, to your cat friends you're stuck in who you, know? you never see Although, again and mccoy i my really i really appreciate that they weren't just like waiting for you when you open the door <laughs> because <laughs> that would have been the most fucking bullshit stupid ending, <laughs> where they're just like we were waiting for you we knew you'd be here yeah it's just like fuck off with that my headcanon is that like, your cat friends are right beyond where you could see like there's that like moment at the end where like the cat kind of like walks off into the you know off screen and i'm like that's where my cat friends are they're right there <laughs> you like that corny shit huh i um, need that corny shit <laughs> I respect yeah. it, you know. Uh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Do you think I, we were I'm, setting I'm, up for a, like a not maybe a seat? Like it, it kind of like 
had this open-ended ending just in the sense that like the cat just disappears but then that like blue flickering light yep. right before yeah. the camera cuts Wait, yeah. do you think that was supposed to be b12 maybe no uh, that's b12 is dead no i think b12 is the city bro that's what i said i think i think well, b12 yeah, yeah, becomes yeah. a city so i was like that maybe that blue flickering light is like b12 like being like you know Goodbye. i'm here mm-hmm. <laughs> my yeah. i don't know about like story wise the ending but my theory is that they they like built something for you to look at that was going to be the ultimate visual splendor and they mm-hmm. are absolutely capable of doing something that could be satisfying there mm-hmm. to see what the world is like but that there was such a clear direction that they were like no the best play is you don't see like yeah it, yeah because like there could be humanity like alive and well out there it's just a dude for like sure. yo yeah, kind of like the people who like we were, were gonna behind. come down there for you or guys. it could be like like fallout 4 <laughs> you know yeah like it's just all yeah i mean like that's my assumption is that like there's there's a whole rest of the world mm-hmm. like that we just don't see you know yeah yeah and i i kind of like that they don't show it only because i I'm, i feel like if they like show it like being like i don't know that there's like a society living up there it probably wouldn't like live up to the expectation that the gamer has mm-hmm. in their head mm-hmm. But yeah. then if they also make it like bombed out apocalyptic, that would be like a really be a real bummer, real yeah. bummer of an of an ending where it's like, oh well, shit, you're you're going to nothing. Like I do kind of like that like hopefulness. Yeah. No, actually, actually, you just like you get out and then you're just in Horizon Zero Dawn, <laughs> <laughs> and you start playing it. The best yeah, crossover. Yeah, some giant mech creatures walk past. Dude, unironically mm-hmm. though, okay, one of the features that they were uh, advertising for the PS5 was like standard in all consoles. They had a super, super, super fast hard drive in the base, mm-hmm. and so this is a really interesting thing that consoles can do that PCs can't do because PCs will forever have people with slow hard drives for the rest of their existence. Now you could eventually just say go fuck yourself to them but consoles have the ability to say even the cheapest one if we can make it reasonable and people will buy it has this incredible feature so what does that do it allows you to start a game faster than anyone has ever fathomed before i don't know if you guys have seen that so you're sorry is this going to you could boot up horizon zero dawn so fast that you could make this ending happen (laughs) would have liked to get there myself (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i was just so confused about like we were talking about like poignant story moments you're like so hard drives are like this and i was like oh he's i know there was he's some fully, injury going he's on bro. Fully he's fully lost he's his off mind the like, it's gone yeah. oh, God. Like, like he's no longer like even stories. pretending to listen to the rest of us no but i was gonna get back there about- i was gonna get back there <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> i did really rob you of that moment huh oh god um <laughs> See, this is Elena taking a left turn. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. She can do it. Yeah, she can do it. Exactly. <laughs> Call left to left, bro. Um, but yeah, man. So <clears throat> anyways, yes, basically is what you're saying. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I don't know if you've seen the examples. It's really amazing. Like it's stuff like um they they had this game that was like a sort of speedrun level game that was like kinda I think it was built into the PlayStation or it was like very cheap, or it was one of their like example games to show off their technology and you could literally have like you could be playing call of duty or a different game right and you could get a notification that your friend beat your high score and you could press okay on the notification and it would just you'd be in that level Hmm. like right there that's insane like just boom you're in the level and you're or like you get shot in call of duty and the screen goes black 
and then you wake up in, in a wagon mm-hmm. yeah. in Skyrim. <laughs> oh, <no>, dude. <laughs> hey, you, you're finally yeah. awake. Oh, essentially, yes. Essentially, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. honestly, like, imagine that if you could just like, if you could just like sneak a mod into your friend's game of Call of Duty where that just happens every time they die. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's yeah, that's basically what happened mm-hmm. when we fucking edited that video together of us playing fucking Eversion and then oh. Gabe just playing fucking Gears. Uh-huh. <laughs> like yeah. he died and he just yeah, like yeah, all yeah. of a sudden was like <laughs> just watching us play Eversion. But yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that'd be awesome. Um, so it is possible. I mean, it'd be ridiculous and it would make no sense, but it would be amazing in its own right. Like imagine if that was just the start of Horizon and then Horizon, you just have a cat that follows you around like as your like pet or something <laughs> or like it's world of warcraft and that was like how you got your mount you know mm-hmm. you know That'd like, be sick. now you have like a i guess a cat on top of your horse or something a cat yeah, <laughs> yeah. now you just dragon. ride this cat around i guess if you're like a you're way too big for the cat bro people unironically play the you're like character in wow and i'm like how do you how do you do this as your fantasy character <laughs> like you're gonna get hate mail from i'm gonna get so fans. much hate mail. i'm so sorry but i just i just like it's I like, just i like dwarves dude. it is funny They're man cool. but i just uh, how do you all right um i'm holding myself back um <laughs> <laughs> that's not everybody's fantasy is a power fantasy okay some people have enough enjoy... power to... <laughs> yeah that's what you're some people have enough power damn exactly dude. you know oh james has I thought James was going to say some people are just, I thought it was going to be not everyone's fantasy is a power fantasy. Some people are submissive. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's that too, you know. I've I've heard of that concept. Um, But yeah, so I don't know, but the ending to this game is really tasteful. It's very artsy. Mm -hmm. This whole game is very tasteful, very artsy, very beautiful, very much a vibe. I was just... Would you expect anything less from Annapurna, though? Okay, so here's the thing, bro. (laughs) Right. Here's Mm -hmm. the game we got to play. All right? The game we got to play, it's not an actual game, but it's rather a game I'm inventing right now, which is look at Annapurna's catalog. I want to believe that there's at least half of them are good. Their most recent one that I can't remember what it's called right now. Oh, 12 Minutes? But it looks, no, it, it okay. looks like, I don't think they published 12 Minutes. Yeah, I could be wrong on that. Um, It looks like Pentiment. It's like the same kind of art style as Pentiment. It's called like, oh, I have nothing. Um, The Storyteller or somewhere. It's like got like a very oh, small yeah. title. Oh, that Apparently shit. that shit is mid. Okay. Really? Yeah. Apparently that's an Annapurna potential miss. But here's the thing. That's right? all I know huh. about it. But that, they're that so fucking good. Oh, storytelling. Uh, yeah. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I heard it was kind of fun. I don't know. But but like this is noteworthy. So that's to Zoe's point, right? And mm-hmm. so which we all agree with, which is just that their hit rate is so incredible. And not only is it like their hit rate where they're like, damn, that's a really great game. It's like, damn, that's the best game ever made mm-hmm. is like pretty yeah. high. Um, so sh- I shouldn't. For real. If Annapurna comes out with a hentai game, we should. Yeah. Play. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's gonna real. be high quality. No, because if they Think did about... it, bro. No, it's gonna be sad, bro. It's gonna be like. <laughs> I can be... just tell you now. It's gonna be a really emotional <laughs> fucking thing. Like I just, I don't know if I need that, bro. I'll be like, it was. I just have never felt it, like these are the reviews I can already see. Just yeah. like I've never felt such mixture of emotions, of sadness and erection. Like, just I just I don't know if I want that to be honest. Um, but I guess I don't know until you try. <laughs> Yeah. I guess so. Here we are. Um, well, they're they're publishing a game that McCoy's gonna hate. Okay. Okay. It's called Thirsty Suitors. Oh yes. Battle your exes, disappoint your parents, find yourself. 
I mean, we have to play that. When is that coming out? Damn it, man. I don't know. James <laughs> like, I only wishlisted it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I have no idea, dude. I mean, for real, though, going through Annapurna's catalog, we have easily played, like, a fourth yep. of, or a mm-hmm. fifth yep. of this already. <laughs> like, just for the podcast alone. And it's been yeah. real winners. No, they've picked some real It's been just winners. winners, yeah. And they, they're, one of their calling cards is quality. They mm-hmm. get it to quality. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Well, that's what... Well, yeah, I also, go ahead, Zoe. I was going to say, uh, it's that, and then I also, at least from what I see a lot from, like, what, what developers say, like, Annapurna is just really good at, like, being very hands-off, mm-hmm. where they'll just be like, listen, like, you do what you need to do, but you're, like, make it your vision. Like, that's what they did with Outer Wilds. Yeah. Like, that's what they, they did with this game. Like, reading just the story wiki, like, just scanning it, like, Annapurna is just, like, we're not going to tell you how to write this game about a cat in a city, but like we trust that you have vision and make mm-hmm. it good. Like yeah. we'll help yeah. with everything else. Yeah. So there, there, there is something to be said about that of just kind of letting a developer do their thing and like letting them work. But you know what it is, dude? We way. were just talking about this the other day. It's the fucking law firm record situation. They're like, we're going to pick the absolute best people in the world. And then we're going to let them work. And that's their formula. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not like, yo, everyone should just work with no feedback. <laughs> like, it's like, right. but the thing is, they scout these people before they've made the masterpiece yet, and they find that, which is just fucking incredible. Um, but in in the Outer Wilds documentary, they talk about how the main guy wanted to release it mm-hmm. as his fucking like you know, uh, college project, or whatever the fuck version, and their only feedback was no you're going to make this really nice and we're going to send you fucking people who can make this yeah, really beautiful. Yeah, get an artist, buddy. You're going to get an artist because yeah. the world wants to see like that element too and it can just add to your, and it will make it more accessible mm-hmm. and more people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Goodbye. Like that that was like their only feedback and that feedback is fucking spot on. Um, yeah. It's mm-hmm. fucking spot on because, and I think this is interesting, like this is one of the points that Adam was trying to make or at least he was trying to, explore in his head early on in the podcast right but we played that like ascii game that was like a roguelike you know what i mean it was just done in the terminal yeah 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 yeah. um uh, i I don't remember what that one one is called but it's i mean it's it's basically net hack but 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 and whether it's good or not i don't really know it was really dense for me to like get into and i didn't really enjoy it because the visuals have an impact i think it was like so clear that that was shown in that and i think that's been really clear with so many games is that like taking the time to to have the artist's vision on top of a beautifully designed and interesting and creative game is just such a winning combo Mm -hmm. so like this game felt like and elena you said this i think first or maybe i said it first you you said it first um and it was this is an indie game with triple a levels of quality Fuck, I was saving that for my review. Fuck, it owned. <laughs> um, shouldn't have said that shit out loud yeah, to me it's earlier. A, it's a AAA indie game. Like, that's how that's how it feels. Like, it's so polished and so beautiful and so well done. The sound design's amazing, but it's also, like, definitely got indie vibes. Like, this yeah. is not the next Assassin's Creed. But, like, Assassin's Creed is such an interesting right. example because, like, they had all of the technology to make this game because they already have the yeah, climbing and system and literally zero the inspiration, storytelling, or talent. <laughs> uh no they have incredible talent they just 
I mean, it's just, it's a lot harder to make talent show through when you have like 400 people working on your game, you know? Sure. Yeah, I think it's probably true. Like there could be a couple of people at at Ubisoft who could make something like this, but like, are they given the ability to do this? Like probably not. Well, so this is why they all start their own studios and make games like this. Mm -hmm. It's why, I mean, I want to say, Mm -hmm. you were saying this one's from France, right? And like France is Mm -hmm. famous for a number of Ubisoft studios. Um, and, they, and these, that's where these they came developers from. originally worked at Ubisoft. Okay. Yeah, they're no literally shit. from. There you go. I mean, yeah, it was a good example because they are literally from Ubisoft. That's where they started. And so it's a perfect example of Ubisoft not only has all the technology, they also have the fucking talent, and they mm-hmm. still can't pull it off. And these people have to fucking leave and go make their own shit. Um, and while, but I mean, there is incredible value in Ubisoft training these people in how to make video yeah. games definitely you know definitely yeah i bet like some of like um, the technical aspects of this game and how well i mean it runs super fucking i mean i don't know how i don't know exactly like what this pair did and what they outsourced for but like level like the level design is really good the art design is really, really incredible good. yeah yeah i feel like that storytelling though the lighting is amazing yeah, the lighting i mean is, like yeah i'm sorry th- this was this was done by a large team. Like, yeah. it couldn't have been done by just a couple of people, you know? I, I think it was a small it was, team, So though. it started off as just the couple. There's, so there's two of them who, like, essentially started this game. And then Annapurna, I, I, like, found them and were like, okay, fuck yeah, make this thing. And I think then they said that, that they ended up with a team of 18 who made this game. Okay, yeah, Over yeah. the course of, That's you know, several years. 18, you know, kind of like Supergiant is like... It's not a large team, mm-hmm. but it's it's not like three guys. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know? Right. It's, it's um, small, but it's not three guys. Yeah, totally. Right. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I meant. I it's like, this can't be two people. Like, you just can't. Right. You can't do this level of lighting, of optimization, no. you know, no. of art well, with just a couple of folks. People are literally going to leave this team when they feel like it and go into a a burgeoning career path of making movies in game engines. I don't know if you guys have seen that this is something Unreal Engine mm. 5 is pimping a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, like we can we are just better than like eventually we're going to be better yeah. than um like animation engines and game engines are going to be the same. Yeah, thing. exactly. Like they're not right now and so yeah. they're like right. but like you don't understand. Like we can put a camera anywhere, we can like you can change the scene, you can direct it any way you want. You can re-render it after the fact so you're like fuck we need to change this piece like Mm -hmm. that's incredibly easy for us to do like we have insane graphics unreal engine 5 is insane and you would look at the like some of the light illumination on like b12 when he was like turning on or whatever or like another light that's like it's just insane i'm also pretty sure this was made in unreal Mm -hmm. i think four Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like yep. that's what this game was. Wow. According to the wiki, it was Unreal Four. Yeah, Unreal Five is yeah. coming and it's gonna blow your fucking minds, dude. I've seen some fucking yeah. like shots of it and yeah. and it's just insane. And so one of the things they've been pimping is we sh- you should make movies in this, and they were like making like sample movies and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Unreal is Unreal is the Epic Games yes. engine, right? Yes. So like they got. <laughs> They got Fortnite money yes. and they weren't like Steam and they were like, fuck everything. Let's just <laughs> sit on our laurels and make money. They were yeah, like, Steam. let's reinvest this money yeah. into like making the best engine we possibly can, you know? Yeah. Which is kind of sick. No, I mean, I, I mean, shout out, shout out Epic Games. Shout out to Epic Games <laughs> for making a store, giving us free games and then fucking, yeah. you know, at least we got Competing some Competing with Steam. Yeah. 
is is Fortnite yeah. the only company in the world that is like sharing its value from its golden goose to the to the world in its own strange way? Because look, I maybe I, <laughs> I uh, for a while I was like researching game engines this was many years ago um, as a potential career path just because I thought it'd be really cool, but I also just wanted to know about it more. And there was at that time a huge fight between Unity and Unreal, and mm. Unity as an engine is another game engine um a lot of like like i want to say shit like fucking uh overcooked and stuff like stuff like that is made in unity like it's it's really it's amazing what we're watching we're watching like technology do its thing where like because each studio used to make their own engine every game felt very different i think that was very beautiful in its own way but now there's this thing where like anyone can use the power of an incredible game engine that sure you need many 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 people to make it cutting edge good but to make it like absolutely good enough depending Mm -hmm. on your you know simplicity of your vision is absolutely available to all of us it's truly amazing right um but what i was going to say though is that you know unity had the sort of grassroots support behind it it had the sort of like yo indie games and it had like quick games and easy games and it had all like the cool people on youtube and then there was like unreal where they're like well we're making the more serious shit the more realistic shit the graphics are better whatever and then at some point in time fortnite just came along and epic was like hi we have fortnite money it's time to make our engine better than yours and not close mm-hmm. and unity mm-hmm. people were like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> and it just changed the landscape i mean you know maybe i'm being a little unfair yeah. I mean, i'm sure people still use unity and it's still very good for its particular place but it's not this like toss-up in the same way like right. unreal is is a force to be reckoned with and they are going hard so i think they're probably different to some degree and whatever but still like the 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 supercharging that unreal got was so crazy to watch dude um because unity was trying to do that shit too like it wasn't just trying to be cartoony games it was trying to like give you like access to incredible lighting techniques and all sorts of other stuff and like levels of detail whatever but but basically they're just unreal is just insane just fucking insane so under five it's coming you know get ready for it just like people are ready for the review section (laughs) of this podcast (laughs) nice we got there yeah There's there's some other really cool like free engines out there also like Godot or Godot I don't know what it's pronounced like G O D O T that's uh you know making some waves hmm. cool game yeah. maker not kidding <laughs> yeah fuck game, fuck maker. game maker. <laughs> except for that one game we played that was in game maker that was fun was that to the moon. No, no, no. That's RPG Maker. Okay. That's the worst engine of all. Time. <laughs> yeah, I remember you guys <laughs> bitched about that so much on the original two. Like that's yes. that's a great that's a great book written into the worst game engine of all yeah, time. Yeah, where like, like the collision on objects is just yeah something special. I re- I remember this. It stands out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see you guys seriously. I know it might not sound interesting, or maybe it does sound interesting depending on who you are. But watching videos of the newest technology of these game engines is so fucking cool. It's so mm. fucking cool. Mm. It's just, oh my god! Like, and then you just go back. Sick. It's like it, it feels like someone who's into Star Citizen or something, you know, like that game that just never gets finished, but like it's all future <laughs> mm-hmm. in every possible concept. It's like you. That game's gonna get sued in like two years. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so. Bad. It looks beautiful in some ways. Um, 
I just know that the person that I, the people that I know that are attracted to Star Citizen are both really like not attractive. Hey, <laughs> thank you, James. Wow, James. Wow. <laughs> yeah, okay, so this podcast wow. is really I'm just really dunking on all down. of our fans. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sorry, it was just. It was just a good turn of phrase. Listen, all engagement is good engagement. Star Citizen looks cool. You know, for us. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? James is insulting people because we just want more emails written. We've had some really nice emails re- lately. People yeah, have written man. in. The Instagram, you know, hit hit me up on the you know. I'm the just Instagram. spicy today. Mm-hmm. James is just spicy today. Yeah, you can send James hate mail to any one of our platforms and we'll forward it along to him. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah. If you want James yeah, to yeah. simmer down. Send, send me hate mail on Instagram. I'm at somehow sideways. Um, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. That's the real James, yeah. Hell yeah. Yo, if you send him hate mail, bro. It James, is remember actually, when you sent hate mail to us? Yeah, <laughs> dude. I sent hate mail to Tyranny of Thumbs. Dude, James, you're just on the next level, dude, honestly. Amazing. Like, sometimes... Sometimes I I can't see through the fog in a way that you can. Like I just don't know how. I just I feel like I'm caught, like you know, and I just can't see. But anyways, yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait, I have a I have an important mm-hmm. question. Yeah. What's up? Because the spinner chose this game, who has to go last for the review Fuck. section? Great question. I think it's me. Who, yeah. Who okay, put yeah, the game yeah, on yeah, the spinner? Yeah, yeah. James, was it okay. you? Yeah. I put the game on the all spinner. Right, James is last. Yeah, I just secretly put all the games I wanted to play on the spinner, and nobody. Yeah, said no, anything. I noticed I that later. You do that, bro. Yeah, it was like. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a little bit of a sleight of hand. <laughs> that, uh... Yeah, I feel like Quinn had to like <laughs> get up for a second. We came back, and like every game that James wants is on the spinner. No, but here's the thing. <laughs> it's bro. just happening. Like we can't edit it at this point, so it's just that's what it is. No, but it isn't though. It's like one of the. It's like, it's like it's not a test of whether we're paying attention to what it maybe is that's like the first level but it's the second level of like are we just too polite to say anything and are we really that much of pushovers yes. to just allow this to happen <laughs> to notice this is happening in real time and to not say anything as to not rock i guess it's not sleight of hand if i'm just doing it in front of you it's just like it's just like grabbing your wallet from your hand and taking 30 bucks out of it and giving you your wallet back and Liz's like wait a minute and i'm like no, let him have it it's okay don't wanna, you know, it's fine it's fine. I'll cancel all my credit cards. <laughs> I have canceled a credit card now, by the way, which is really a fun experience for me. Um, nice. Because not not that I needed to actually, but just because I was like, man, maybe I do need to. So if you think you might need to, you might ought to. Um, mm. They've both increased the technology a lot to doing that, so like it's really easy to do. And at the same time, it is in fact really annoying <laughs> to like have everything just not work. And all just email you about it, and like they all just have like their own way of just like trying to be nice about it, but they're all just like you are. Oh, the whole like your credit card's been expired or whatever. Yeah, like. yeah, that shit. You're like, hey man, I've been good on all my other payments. Okay, I just potentially got scammed. Maybe not sure. Uh, they were really nice to me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. Um, so then. So if you want to know McCoy's credit card yeah. information, it's 515. Oh, like, one. <laughs> <laughs> that one's been canceled. The thing is, bro, I here's the problem, okay? I remember my old one so much better than my new one. So every time anything is like, hey, is this your credit card? I'm like, that's my credit. Hold on. That's the old one. And then I'm like, what's the new one? I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm kind of like, and I'm looking through and it's like some other numbers there. And I'm like, that is either my newest one or the one before my old one. And I don't even know oh. which one it is. So I'm sitting there like, shit, okay, go to your wallet. 
Is it in your wallet? It's in my yeah. wallet. And it's also my one password. So it's, it, it's easily accessible, but it does just create that moment every time where I'm like, fuck, this could be my shout out to one password. Y'all one password. Yeah, this episode is not us. sponsored by one password, but us. we would love it <laughs> if you sponsored we us. Them up. Bro, yeah. I will yeah. say such great things about you that are true and honest because I fucking it, it changed life, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Wait, let's not give them free promo material. On this they podcast, we stand uh, your brand here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like, you, oh, God. Uh, oh, God. I was listening to an amazing. Quite no one can hear you because you're you're facing the most away from the microphone. Everyone can hear That's me. true. That's yeah, it's true. I can still hear him. Fuck. <laughs> Just let me have this one, you guys. No. He has, he has the worst mic ne- technique. Also, can we please rate this thing? Bro. Yeah, we, we should rate this I had such a thing. funny story, but all right, it's fine. Listen, next Save time. Next podcast. Dude, there's a, there's a story that I st- have I essentially <laughs> forgotten at this point that I meant to tell like six episodes ago, or it was like 16 episodes ago or something. Write it down. No, it's gone, bro. I don't remember what it was. I just remember that I didn't tell people. And I'm like telling people the story again, and I'm like, fuck, I've already told oh, the story. And they're like, no, you haven't. I'm like, oh shit, that was the one. Anyways. All right, Elena. You yeah. want to review this thing first? Sure. All right. Okay. I am not a cat person. I had cats as a kid. I'm into. They were fine. I liked, but um, uh, Gold Star. I thought Stray was great. Mm. I think it's like a quintessential Gold Star game, in, at least in my opinion. Like it is short. It does not overstay its welcome. Um, it is really beautiful in like kind of every way you can describe beautiful, like. The visuals are amazing. The sound is amazing. The way the little cat like pitter pats along the walkways is really beautiful and awesome. Um, and this, I loved the story. Like I really, I, I don't know if I like connected with the story. I'm not sure that's the right word, but like I just thought it was a really beautifully told um, story about like civil disobedience i guess but all but just like of you know having a goal and reaching it and friendship and Mm -hmm. you know the fall of civilization i don't know all the good themes are in there but it's just like in the end this is a really like it's a very simple like simply (laughs) told story get together james trying to get through this the the fall of civilization is is under all the good themes i I love that (laughs) um but no, like it, I just, I really, I really enjoyed this game. Um, it was really different from anything else that I have ever played. And I think like, mo- I mean, it's, yeah, you play as a fucking cat. And I don't know why more games haven't done that before. Cause it is so, it so works. Um, and it was just great. It's a triple A indie game, you guys. And you should all go play it. It's five hours. Mm. It's great. Gold star. Next one you should play as a dog. I would love to play a game as a dog now. I think that people should get into like all animals. Like they, no. but like you have to, if you're going to do it, you have to like really do it, like really commit to Seagull it. Seagull game. And think about like, what does that animal bring to a video game? Like how mm-hmm. do I shift the perspective of the, the human being who is playing this game to make them think they're a cat? Um, but yeah, B12, B12's um, expiring gave me the feels. I hate that mm. term. I'm really sorry. I'm not at my best tonight, but. Um, I really. Yo, yo, yo! We're 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 great. supporting you, bro. You got it. It was this. great. I really, I I really liked it. I really liked yeah. the story. I really liked the experience. Gold star. Next person, Zoe. Okay. Um. So I mean, I have a little bit of a different context, I guess, with 
approach to this game aside from the fact that I like said at the top of the hour that like I'm not a cat person I still really enjoyed this game and I think it really surprised me how much I enjoyed this game um especially like I don't know it's not that I heard anything bad about it beforehand but it's just I just didn't think it would really appeal to me all that much but there's just so much more like beneath the surface that I feel like isn't being said enough to people who haven't played this game um just how like great and wonderful it is to play um I think I'm gonna give it a two thumbs up um it doesn't quite hit that gold star mark for me for whatever reason I think some of it maybe has to deal with the fact that like I did have to play this on somewhat of a time crunch um which kind of did affect like my overall enjoyment in the sense that like I just really had to like kind of plug and play Mm -hmm. and like really try and get through it um, I do think if I had like had those extra two days that I didn't have to like actually like immerse myself in the world and um, and whatnot, I, I think I might have like walked away and enjoyed it a little bit more. Um, it's it's one of those things though where it's like I, I feel like I, I'm giving it a two thumbs up now, like with like the context in mind. But I'm pretty sure, like looking back on it, I'll be like, "Yeah, that was like that was a that was a gold star worthy game." Like, who knows? Um, great soundtrack, great sound design. Robots were super cool. The cat was super cool. Uh, I I don't know. I, I'm seeing the game's praises. So beautiful game. Highly recommend. Very easy to play, and like, honestly, I think it's like. I want to say it's like a good like beginner game mm-hmm. in yeah, a way so or like like I, I thought like the puzzles the puzzles are like I think a good like introductory course into how to interpret a video game to help you solve things I think mm-hmm. so which means like if you're a seasoned gamer who knows to look for those things like I think you're gonna blast through this game and almost find it to be like too easy um, but I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. I frankly enjoyed just how simple the answers were to a lot of this stuff. But I think like for a beginner, it's also really a good way for you to like immerse yourself in a game and start like thinking about like light and shadow and like how the game is trying to draw you to things. Like I, I honestly think this game's really good at that. Um, but yeah, that's my review. Two thumbs up. Very nice. Agree. Yeah. Agree with all that. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. You could absolutely do a course on this game. This is a great game to teach these concepts because they're just so well articulated and so well done. And it would be just truly excellent for that context. Like now that you say that. Um, yeah. I, I kept on thinking mm-hmm. about like the first time I watched Day Nine play Last of mm-hmm. Us like way back when 2013 Hmm. or whenever that was and you know day nine being a game developer he'd be like you see how they have this flag flying in this direction it's to really coax you to go that way and like ever since i watched Mm. his playthrough of last of us like that's how i've always started looking at video games Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. all i could think about playing this game as well as i'm like running from the zerks and i'm like neon sign pointing left like go towards the neon go towards the white light go towards you know this puddle on the ground that's reflecting the light just so but it looks like a beacon like it's Mm -hmm. it's so well done and like it's great like it's like it's so interesting because it's like it does it so 
don't want to say heavy-handed, but because it's that's wrong. But it's like it's it does it so pronounced. Like it is really doing this, especially the beginning of the game. Yeah, it's like very blatantly obvious. It is blatantly obvious, and yet it is like joyous mm-hmm. to then be yeah. right about which direction you're going every time. You know what I mean? Like you just you get the flow. Like you're just right all the time because you're reading it and it's it's speaking to you. And like, dude, there was even at one point in the early in, early in the game, and then a little bit I think later too. There's just an arrow that just like pops up and it's like, hey, this way. Yeah. And you're like, oh okay. Yeah, so we're like, like we're like, at that like, level. Like cat with an arrow signs, and I was like, I fucking love this game already. This is good stuff. Dude, we should consider, bro. We could make a video essay on these topics in this game, and that would be awesome. Like. All we need is like some gameplay and just we could talk for like 30 minutes. It's like it really is a masterpiece of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really adds. And yeah. And like you compare that, bro. What they should have done, dude. This is a great mod, by the way. Please take this and do this. Put the fucking thing from um, Bioshock fucking Infinite where you just like press a button and it fucking shows. Or which was the one where like it shows like the light path on the ground. Remember like those that era of games where they're just like mm-hmm. yeah that's that's yeah, infinite yeah, yeah like yeah. press press V to like know where you're going oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like add that to this and realize that like this game is like better than that you're less lost than that and yet it's not doing that which is just like stunning and it's not to say that every game must do this like if you're trying to create a world that's you know realistic maybe or maybe you have like a different perspective of what your goal is it doesn't have to do this but in this game it fits so flawlessly it's it's nuts um okay uh my review would be that you know this game i see why it's in the conversation for game of the year for people because sort of what elena was talking about earlier but it's like it's just universally excellent at what it does and um I think that is like really interesting because that feels often like what AAA games feel like, the ones that don't come out super buggy, but like, you know, they they feel like they're universally excellent, but they're secretly not. They're like excellent visually, they're excellent potentially sound design-wise, although I'd make a case not always. Um but then they like usually feel hollow in certain ways, like the world itself feels hollow or the art design feels a little bit hollow or things feel samey or there's just some element of them maybe the gameplay is maybe a little bit too watered down for your taste for the type of game it is or there's just usually something there that feels like it's lacking that you feel like has been done better in other games or more interesting and you wish it was there and i and i i, I think about that sometimes when i when i think about um i mean all sorts of different games but the one that's recently on my mind is like because everyone's playing fucking the new jedi game right mm-hmm. the new fucking fallen mm-hmm. order jedi survivor yes that sounds right that, what it's that called? sounds right thank you um and so like the original like was really beautiful and actually like truly the art design was awesome um but the combat was always like not meant for someone like me in an action game it wasn't it was meant to be easier and it was meant to be introducing people into those that sort of thing and so i just always felt like god like but if you could just add some depth that really fit to this lightsaber combat this is such a good game like you're just you're so close and i know it's not their goal and that's not even really a great example of this concept but there's so many triple a games that have such stunning beauty mixed with such stunning lack of something and this game is not that it's everything is stunning in my opinion 
everything that it goes for is absolutely phenomenal. And I, I, I don't know what to, like that to me is amazing. Like I just, that's just what, that's just what amazing is. That's what you sort of dream for in an amazing category. It absolutely is what it should be. I, I really wouldn't change basically anything. And, and then you just, so when you, when it's not hollow and you can love the game underneath, and then it also feels like there's basically no bugs. It runs amazing. It looks amazing. This, that it's stories. It's just, it's just overwhelming um, on top of everything. So whether or not it's my favorite game ever, I maybe maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but it's definitely not my favorite game ever. But <laughs> but it's just I just think it I just think it's a gold star, bro. I think it is a special game that is has well it's also prompted an excellent discussion from us. I mean, everything like this game deserved the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and 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 so because James sort of started this trend and I I love it. I, I just feel like if if you are the type of person that played this game and was bored by its one note, I don't respect you. I just don't know what to say. Like, <laughs> I, I do respect you for your own <clears throat> self, but I just think you should reconsider, honestly, or like slow down or something because first of all, there's more than one note in this game, but second of all, the notes are fucking awesome. So like, enjoy it, bro. Like, I would immediately play another game by these people if they were like, dude, we're going back. It's straight two. Straight two comes out. Like immediately, hell yeah! Like I want to see what they're up to. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I would say. What do you think, James? Give us the final say, would you? Um. Okay. Yeah. Um. First of all, um. I want to say, I feel like this game made it into game of the year category last year because it was going up against Elden Ring, so nothing else really mattered. Mm-hmm in that category um because elden ring was just gonna win like it wasn't it wasn't even close they could have like put random shit in that yeah. game of the year yeah <laughs> it just didn't matter um but like this is a very good game like i it deserves to be in that conversation i completely agree in in certain ways but like, there's a reason they can't. won best debut game at the mm-hmm. game yeah. awards like and yeah. other awards shows as well yeah right it's just it's not elden ring you know that's just it's just a sad fact about this game is that it's not Elden. <laughs> the worst part you know? about this game is it's not like, just elden ring i feel like about so many games these days elden ring <laughs> yeah it's cat. so true yeah it's so oh, true i'm actually i i never, never, what what sorry sorry <laughs> oh i was gonna say it reminds me i forget what game it was but we were talking about like why didn't this game win best writing and it was because like overwatch won best game that year or something like that god if only i remember what game it was best story oh, well, there definitely was like a, yeah. a visual category it might have even been okay this might be a different thing but do you remember when we were talking about how obra din was up against like fucking edith Grease Chris. Chris or something and we were like obra din how yeah. could that win and then it's like you play it and you're like interesting interesting mm-hmm. i see now <laughs> why they could say something yeah. like that interesting yeah oh yeah i listen to yeah. the Chris soundtrack all the time though and it melts me dude like oh so it's just it's so everything that so I love so anyway sorry james was uh hi james sorry this is yeah. my, <laughs> this is my <laughs> review section so sorry, i'm going to now free associate tangent <laughs> i myself. love it yes please um, <laughs> So this is where my brain went. I was like, all right, but imagine if this game was Elden Ring. Oh, 
goodness. And so you're you're a cat like doing that kind of combat. And then I was like, yeah, but the, like, you know, what if what if people want to try different weapons and then like so, but like cats only have certain weapons. And then so maybe you like turn into other animals and then I was like, yeah, but what if it's Pokemon? <laughs> um Okay. So now I'm imagining what if Pokemon was Elden Ring? <laughs> Yo. That's a mod, bro. Um that's money, dude. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um Yeah, so that's my tangent. Okay. Um <clears throat> nice. Anyways, back to the subject at hand. Um man, this game is really phenomenal. Um I really enjoyed the time that I spent in it. I, I feel like if I was not playing this on a deadline, like last night at 7.30 or whatever, like, all right, I have to get this done before I go to bed. Um, I would have spent more time in it and had, um, you know, a little bit more of a chill vibe while playing it, um, which certainly serves this game very well. But even still, like a lot of games that go for this chill vibe, like forcibly slow you down. Um, and that like really grates on me. Like, um, uh, what's it called? Keeper or whatever the, uh, not keeper. The one where you're like the uh, spirit fairer. Oh. Is that what it's oh. called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that game like really grated on me in certain wow. ways because it forced you to slow mm-hmm. down. <clears throat> and it, it was like forcing you into this chill vibe that I just like wasn't feeling at the time. So I just kind of emotionally bounced off it in a lot of ways. And like I got there sometimes, but like only 20% of the, the playthrough. But I feel like this game kind of, it meets you where you are. And like if you want to lie down in a corner and just like be cozy, um and listen to the music you can do that and it's great um but if you want to you know kind of speed run you can do that too um and i did both of those things and it was great um i left it on in the background while i was doing other stuff for a while so i have like an additional hour and a half in my play time nice um just so that i could like have the cat just like sleeping in the corner while I was doing other stuff in the room. Um, yeah, no, I, I say this is a gold star game for me. Um, I, you know, everybody wants to be a cat. Isn't that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Cats, the musical. Um, isn't that yeah, like isn't the Aristocats, which is a oh, fucking you're right. That's the Aristocats. Rave. Movie Aristocats. Aristocats. Is it the Aristocats? Wow. Yeah. Have you not seen this one? Yeah, I haven't seen I so. any of oh these to be God. honest. Like I know I have a wild card pick coming up. You guys, to be a cat. Just, oh pick up just make him. Just make McCoy watch this movie with you alone. <laughs> James is going to any part too, of this. <laughs> James, I think you would really like the Aristocats. I might. It's catchy as fuck, and there's like a lady cat who's like all poofy and white. Wow, this is a racist mm-hmm. movie, you guys. I bet, okay. I yeah. bet we can't re- rewatch this because I bet it ruins my fucking childhood. This is like Bro, the only movie I, I love to watch because it like wasn't racist. But now that I've said that sentence, I'm like, oh, See, fuck. See, the reason, the reason that Florida is so against critical race theory is because they have Disney. 
um, and they don't want you to apply that shit to Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, and a casual observation of Florida politics will tell you that is wrong. But um, <laughs> let's, let's not go there. It's my review. I feel like we're all like, I feel like we've all lost our marbles. We have, tonight. dude. I, don't, I have completely I lost like it. It's been two guys, hours and 15 minutes. It is yeah. gone. My marbles are You know what? We missing. have collectively lost our minds only because, so I had to just like quickly like glance at my phone just because like my parents were like, I need to text you about something like really quick. Did you so get I've your like ice been, cream, by the way? Yeah. I did. Fuck um, yeah. I've been, I, was, I was silently eating it. But anyway, as I was checking it, Claire sent me a picture. The Met Gala is going on right now. And she said, you guys are playing that cat game, right? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, look at what Jared Leto just just uh, oh, no. showed up to the Met Gala wearing. I'm posting it in the is podcast it a full cat suit? right now. Oh, my God. My God. <laughs> the head is part of it? Please, let's post this on the Instagram. Oh, no. We've had the greatest timing of all what? time, but this is insane. Bro, oh. what, dude? The head is real? Jared Leto no, is the just... the head's not real, McCoy. It's not a real cat head. No, I don't mean it's like a real cat head. I just mean it's not photoshopped in the picture. Oh. No, no, no. 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 That's part no. of it. Yeah, that, that's what he's shown up to the Met Gala. Oh, my God. A thousand good. furries good. across the country are so jealous that... of that furry. Wait, is that a... Is... is... Can he wear that? Is that like a helmet that yeah, he can put? So, so, oh, no. Yeah, it's, it's a... It's a it's like I, I guess like a mask or something yeah it's like it's a, a headpiece that you put it's not a fursuit yeah, it's, it's essentially a just, fursuit it's not that's a the world's most He's expensive fursuit phenomenal wow it is so the thing is I see this in my text message I'm trying so hard <laughs> <laughs> to McCoy's rating section as I'm like laughing hysterically <laughs> oh my God, into dude. my elbow because I'm just like I can't oh my God. I can't alright so so for the audience it is a pure white cat suit with like too much hair and then there's jared leto's head <laughs> that just makes it all better aristocats i know it is kind of the description you were talking together. about honestly like that's that's why i think why she brought it up in that moment is because she was like well i literally got called wow yeah oh my god okay. <laughs> i think we need to get off this podcast yeah. you guys i feel like it's like jared 2 leto wants to be a it, cat. it is but the thing is bro like honestly we low-key killed it like i hope so yeah. i don't really know i think that was like some real like we're gonna wake up in the morning and see if we killed it exactly <laughs> jared leto with this cat who's just in our bed we're like what the fuck happened last night <laughs> like, damn, dude. Oh. okay all right cool bro bro well, sorry um, last thought. oh boy there's more oh, last thought. oh lord is do people in fursuits wake each other up in the morning like animals do you know what i mean but like just being hell annoying and in your face like do they put the suit on it just like it's like 6 a.m and they're like walk they just tower over the person next to them just staring down at them i'm sure that somebody has woken up their partner saying walk me ever not even someone dude it's like it's like fastly approaching 20 percent of the united states like it is like like, have you seen the youth bro i've seen people walk around in college in real life dude in real life oh dude dude that's just that's just fashion now dude that is collars are yeah, just I'm not fashion sure that means dude. what you think it means what collars no 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 no. i don't mean collars collars with leashes um, being walked collars with leashes attached being, being walked, walked. Yeah, oh okay yeah, yeah. Yeah. i saw someone yeah, 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 being walked yeah. and i was like interesting and it was yeah, like the first uh, moment yeah. in my like adult life where i felt like i should say something <laughs> 
you know as a kid you don't say anything because you're just like oh that i'm just learning about the world this must be the world and i'm like no and, no and this is not the world that i was used to i'm open maybe i want you know, it's just like everybody everybody to be, but just existing in in the vicinity is having that same experience mm-hmm. of like, am I the one to say something? No, seriously. And I'm like, you guys know that I walked by like an old lady on this path. Like, you know, like that she's going to, I mean, you they shouldn't know. do that to her. bro. <laughs> like, come on. Like, that's just mean. Like to me is one thing, but you know, and it's just, yeah. ugh, dude, you guys, I <laughs> seriously, I saw this for real life and I was like, I, I know you saw it for real life. I'm not questioning you. It was on my walking path too. I was like, bro. I know you. It's yeah, your and it path. said like in front of <laughs> your in path? the center of their chest. It said like B twelve on it or something. No, like I, I wish if it was a video game reference, know. then I can get behind it. No, but it was just like, well, I mean, I guess it is. <laughs> it's maybe an anime reference. I don't get. Oh you my know. god, I want someone to cosplay now as the cat and then B twelve. I'm not sure how you do that, but cosplayers get on it. Okay. Yep. Let's end it there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Perfect. We That's what we it. call a conversation ender. All right. <laughs> nice one, Alina. Nice one. <laughs> that is what is called a mic Yeah, for real, for real. Oh, my word. Oh, oh. God. Wow. All right, cool. Let's get out of here. <laughs>